0: Good morning,
1: good morning. Happy Monday. I'm from Arizona. I'm your group this morning. Anybody else on the line? I'd like to say
2: good morning. Good
1: morning. This is Priscilla from uh, the Bay Area. Good morning, Priscilla. Happy Monday to you. Yeah. Happy Monday to you as well.
0: Good morning, good morning, it's Patricia Rezona, you agree with this morning, anybody else join the line, would like to say good morning?
3: Morning. Good morning, who am I,
2: Debbie?
0: Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. I'm a teacher from Arizona. You're greeted this morning. Anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning. It's Susie. Susie. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeting this morning. Can anybody else join the line who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. i from Arizona. Anybody else join the line and like to say good morning? Good
2: morning, Eva. Good morning, Eva. Good morning, Eva. Happy Monday. Good morning, this is Catherine.
4: Good morning.
0: Happy Monday to
4: you. Good morning. Hi, this is Mona. How you
0: guys?
5: Good morning, this is Mona. Happy Monday to you, too. Good
0: morning, this is Tasha.
3: Good morning, this is Tasha. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Lucia. Good
2: morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. We'll from Arizona. I'm your reader this morning. Anybody yeah. else join us? Good morning. It's Deborah from. Oh, I was going to say where I'm from, but this is Deborah. Good morning. Deborah Evans. Hey. Deborah Evans. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Mr. Smith. How oh,
2: yeah. oh, Smith family.
0: Thanks for joining
6: us this morning.
1: Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning,
0: this is Diane. Thanks for
1: joining us. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning, this is Cynthia. Good
0: morning, this is Cynthia. Good morning, happy Monday, Barbara. Good morning, Sister Barbara. Happy Monday to you too. Good morning, good mornings. Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning before I get started with the business at hand.
1: Good morning. It's Barbara out of Lodi. God bless.
0: Good
1: morning. Thank you for joining
0: us. Morning. It's pretty
1: Patrice. Good morning. Morning, pretty
0: Patrice. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and get started with the business at hand today. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. I'm Leticia from Arizona, and I'm your hostess this morning. First of all, let's thank you all for joining Declare Victory. We're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday. Can I ask that you mute your phones? We're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to stay tuned in with us for the rest of the month for the monthly theme entitled Open Heaven. You don't want to miss the lessons, the messages, and the heart shares that will be brought to you from our wonderful and gifted declarers. There is one announcement today. If you've been blessed by the call and you would like to sell into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me backslash Declare Victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests on the app, nor were there any spoken ones. The order of the call today is the declaration will be done by Dion. Praying and leading us in corporate praise will be brought by Juliet. Then we'll go into closing comments hosted by the Declarer, Dion. Again, the order of the call today is a declaration will be done by Dion, praying and leading us in corporate praise will be brought by Juliet. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declarer, Dion. The scripture reading for today is Colossians two fourteen. He canceled the record that contained the charges against us. He took it and destroyed it by nailing it to the cross, to Christ's cross. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I'd like to ask to make sure that you take a look at your phone, to make sure your standard mute button is pressed, As the call is being recorded, and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. Again, thank you for joining us here to declare victory. I'm Letitia from Arizona,
7: and I now pass the
0: call to Mr. Dion.
8: Have a blessed day.
0: Yes. Thank you. Please give her
4: a minute to join us. Good morning,
9: Victory Family is Pam. Sorry right, guys. I was I was over here being the radio moderator and some more stuff. My apologies. <laughs> Good morning and thank
1: you guys for the text messages. Of course I'm up, honey. <laughs> One moment.
4: Hello?
2: Amen,
9: amen, and amen. I'm sorry, I was just talking and I thought you guys could hear me. My apologies. <laughs> well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Monday to each and every one of you. Um, for those who have not already done so, please, man, please sir, go ahead and place your phones on mute for me. Hey, amen. Go ahead and place your phones on mute. There will be a time where we have... Um, additional time to welcome you and, um, and hear your sound a little bit later on on what we call the love, life, and victory conversation. Um, if this is your first time calling, I just want to welcome you, uh, and tell you God bless you. We are grateful to have you in the house, uh, as we call it, the Breakfast of Champions this morning. I'm super excited, just FYI. Um, This is the first time in the history um, of the call that I've taught more than one day during the week for a really, really long time. And so I I just, um, we're doing it this way simply because as God begins to share and impart things with myself, what I want to do is be responsible in making sure that you get the information as accurately and consistently as possible. So I thank God for um, all of you that are on the line this morning. Thank you for taking the time out of your morning to jump on and um, get this information. And and the reality is that God is is speaking very, very differently in this season. I don't know if you guys feel it or if you guys are experiencing what I'm experiencing, but I'm just grateful that he loves us enough um, to teach us how to live, differently. Amen. To teach us how to live differently. And so with that said, um I want you to strap in if you are a note taker. This morning's going to be a great time to take notes. It's going to be a great time um to expect some things from God. I am believing that God is going to do uh something in this season that will rearrange how you see some things in life uh, with your your children with your marriages, with your singleness, and with your finances and this morning um, i 've been up and down all night uh, just with the excitement of what it is that God is doing um, and and prayerfully um, you you will be as excited that this will transfer to you, and you will begin to walk into some of the promises. Um, that that God has for you. I don't know about you guys, but I don't believe that God would give us um, the number of promises that he has given us and we not experience any of them. I don't believe that God is an Indian giver, nor do I believe that he is the type of God that would throw rocks and hide his hands. I believe that all of his promises are yes and amen, but I also believe that we have a level of responsibility that, to be very honest, we've not necessarily taken hold or advantage of um, knowing this, that the word of God says this, people perish for lack of knowledge. And so um, today, I'll coin today's share as the great exchange but I want to add a subtitle to it for uh, your understanding what is already was uh, we, we talk about this all the time what was uh, was how about that what was was and still is um, as as the Lord begins to pull me in a little bit further and a little bit deeper into the things of the knowledge of Christ. Um, and and I consult with him um, and, and have the courage to sit and listen uh, here of late a lot more than I express myself. Uh, I have a tendency now in prayer, um, more than anything, I may say, a couple of words in English, but not a whole bunch. Uh, And the only reason that I do that is because I have zero desire at this point um, to talk about what I (laughs) think. I have zero desire at this point to tell God what I need. I have zero desire at this point um, to try to understand that everything he's doing uh, in the moment, um, though it it looks peculiar i i'm I'm not in a place anymore hallelujah that I'm trying to rationalize god's next move, so I want to remind you this morning that what is uh, already was and what was already is every single thing that we experience in today's life um According to Psalms 139:16, you guys told me. I told you guys I'm going to drill this home uh, until you get it. There are several additional scriptures, but I want to focus on what is written in the books of you, uh, what is already established in the heavenlies for you, Uh, and and as I explore, I'm going to pray really quick because again. Uh, For those of you that are joining for the first time, uh, this is going to challenge your theology. It is going to make you uncomfortable, and I'm excited about that. It's going to, uh, for some of you, um, you may call a friend and say, honey, shoot, is crazy as a road lizard. That that excites me. That stimulates my mind. You'd have to know (laughs) how my brain works to understand. Uh, But right before I do, most gracious and heavenly Father, we come before your throne boldly with thanksgiving in our hearts, declaring and decreeing that we are your children and that you are our God. We declare this morning that we're standing under an open heaven and nothing will be withheld from us. We bless you this morning because we're joint heirs with you, because we are the predestined of God, that every single thing that you promised us is right here at our fingertips. And I bless you, Lord God, that it will be used to replenish the earth with thy kingdom coming to earth as it is in heaven. We thank you this morning that we have the wherewithal and the understanding, the intellect, uh, uh, according to your spirit, having endowed us with the power to overcome every obstacle with the truth of your word, to overcome everything we think we see with the truth of your word. God, that we would exchange our understanding for yours, that we would exchange our intellect for your will, God, and this morning for every person under the sound of my voice, I pray, oh God, that you would speak until something happens on the inside, that you would speak until a change happens on the inside of their heart, God, that your spirit would begin to move and seed would be planted and new life would begin to grow. I thank you, Lord God, for the ability to surrender and to submit our lives to exchange or to trade our will, our understanding, our lives, our thoughts, our heart process, our heart posture for your perfect plan for our lives. And so this we ask in the matchless name of Jesus of the Father. Amen and God I bless you. Amen. And so um this morning I just want to I want to talk about the great Exchange. I want to talk about the great exchange according to um, accessing heaven or entering the courts of heaven, uh, which we've been doing a lot here of late. We have seen uh, the word says miracle signs and wonders shall follow them that believe according to Mark 9 through 20, um, 16 chapter 9 through the 20th verse. and, and some people, some theologians will explain away some of the facts that God has distributed or disseminated in that particular gospel. But I tend to believe uh, that miracle signs and wonders happen for those that believe, that have the unmitigated gall to be radical in trusting who God is. And, Dion, why are you saying what is, was, and what was is as as I begin to explore the word a little bit further um, what I started to notice is God God is very consistent uh everything about God is consistent uh, about his son there's consistency about his spirit there is consistency and after a while consistency becomes lifestyle. Uh, that is what the example of who Jesus is and was to us. His consistency, uh, his example of consistency was not him being consistent because everything about him was consistent, is consistent, and will be congruent with the will of the Father. It is his example that taught us what consistency in obedience to the Father looks like so that we could walk in accurate lifestyle. Amen. So some of us uh, have, have issues with self-control and self-discipline. Some of us have a natural proclivity uh, to do that which was historically done. Some of us, even though we show up at church on Sundays, uh, we still battle and or war on the inside of ourselves with our members. Some of us are still struggling with fornication or addiction or adultery or lying or cheating or stealing Um and I'm not high-fighting by any stretch of the imagination. We all have things that linger as we begin to glean or walk closer into uh, the things of the knowledge of Christ, right? And so we are top Talking about operating in the courts, and we're talking about uh, building a lifestyle that produces that which we pray about, and how do we overcome some of the things uh, that are hindering or slowing up our prayers, or how do we relieve or relinquish ourselves from the frustration uh, of, of having prayers go unanswered for years and years. Some of you have been praying the same thing and seeing no results. Some of you uh, have gotten to the point where your prayer uh, is ritual or habitual out of uh, what you've been programmed to do. But I want to uh, express to you or convey to you the idea that God really wants to answer your prayers, he he has a desire to give you every single thing that he showed you. You know those things that you said, well, God, what about this? I know that I saw this once upon a time. I understand that. Uh, you know, I'm going to church, I sing in the choir, I'm on the praise team, I greet, I am a, uh, I do the announcement on Sunday. Sometimes I preach and I teach. I'm the pastor, and God, I'm trying to figure out why all hell is breaking loose in my life and nothing is being unveiled. Why am I in the same place I was in this time last year when uh, a prophet so-and-so said, by this time next year, uh, you're going to see something different. I I thank God for the word of God that gives us examples and things to go back to. Uh, I remember the prophet Elijah saying to uh, uh, the widow woman, by this time next year, right? Uh, You you have so many different examples of it being said in the word by this time next year. And anybody ready for your next year? (laughs) Listen, give me next year because 2019 can go to heaven backwards for all I care. I I just want to experience what it is that people say they are experiencing. And and so um, I began to look at the world systems as it relates to um, some of the laws and the the principles. Because we understand that the, the word of God is laws, principles, precepts protocol, and pretense, those five things, laws, principle, protocol, precept, and pretense. And um, as I just begin to examine uh, the law in and of itself, have, have you ever thought about where on heaven did, did the law come from? Um, and, and we know that the law of the Old Testament is one thing, but I'm, I'm talking about uh, the superior court, the Supreme Court. I'm talking about uh, civil court. I'm talking about uh, uh, class action lawsuits. I'm just, like, like, where did, did all of that come from? And as I begin to explore and, and just go a little bit deeper in those things, the, the reality is that there are... Uh, according to just uh, Webster, probably, or Wikipedia or what whatnot, there are five branches of the law in the United States, right? The law is derived from five sources, the constitutional law, the statutory law treaties, administrative regulations, and the common law, which includes case law. So uh, there are several different cases. And even when you look at the the structure of the governmental branches, you look at the attorney, the prosecuting attorney, the court recorder, the bailiff, uh, the witnesses, the judge, as well as the, the spectators, right? So there are several different places and postures that people sit. But we know that the court of law uh, in the natural simply means order and the judge ultimately has the final say. Well, just like the law in and of itself has levels or branches. um, I looked at that as it relates to and or is associated with us and how we live. Uh, we Talked about this a couple of times, uh, but but there are some things, there are some protocols that we need to understand about the process of moving into places where we are presenting our case to the father. It is very important that we understand some of the historical things uh, that have to do with court in and of itself, in an effort to prepare our case effectively. Um, I, I want to share a quick testimony before I go any further, uh, uh, and, and I'm not going to tell you all of our business, uh, but what I will say is I promise that I would walk this part out loud because it's very important that you understand and know that this is not me just saying stuff. Um, this is honoring, respecting, um, and and following after the word of God, following after of the truth of God's plan for not just my life, but for my children's lives and my grandchildren um, and things to come. And so when we we prepare our case, there are some things we have to unlock about who we are, right? Um, There are some things we have to unlock about historical things. I I wanna give you guys a, a couple of different things that we need to understand. The only time that you can have uh, an issue in a court is if there is some type of infraction. You get a ticket, you do one of two things. Either you pay the fine, but generally, most people just appear in court because it lessens the punishment. It decreases, uh, even if there are fines or penalties, uh, the judge has a tendency to release you from some of them and leave you only with a few. Right, so no different than in legal court systems, there is a heavenly court system. And again, for those of you that this idea, this concept is new to, uh, we don't talk about that on Sunday morning. Somebody needs to mute their phone. We don't talk about that Tuesday or Wednesday night Bible study. Uh, but, but I want to present to you my case this morning that the only time that the, the court system has a legal right do anything to you, a fraction, an infraction has to be committed. You have to have done some speeding or uh, socked somebody in the eye or uh, embezzled some money. Something has to be wrong for there to be a requirement of you to have an appearance before the court. Well, I want to give you what the legal right of the enemy is in our lives, right? That empowers him to put us in a position where we're facing a sentence that empowered him to take things away that can only happen based on our sin life, our transgressions, and our iniquities. Our sin life, our transgressions, and our iniquities. And this is not my opinion. This is based on the word of God. And let me tell you what the difference is. A transgression is an act that goes against the law. You speed and the police get on you, pull over and take your ticket like a grown up, right? When you break a rule or you break a law that was given by an authority, right? Transgression, uh, you can equate to rebellion. You cross over a line or a boundary, right? These are things that are knowingly done, like you know, that you did it, you you know that you are uh, trespassing on somebody's property uh, in an effort to stop them, ma'am or sir. Um, that that is a transgression. These are things that we do knowingly every day. Um, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That we find in the Lord's Prayer. That's Matthew the sixth chapter. These are things that the Holy Spirit says, ah, you know you know better. You know that still small voice on the inside. You shouldn't have done that. Or uh why did you do that? Or if you start uh simply say, for instance, you see the police and you jaywalked anyway, and then you have the unmitigated God to get mad if you give you a ticket, knowing that that goes against the natural law, right? Or do you thank God for the blessing because the clerk gave you too much change? You know that's a thief, right? That's a transgression, just FYI. Or do you not pay for water because it was on the bottom of the basket and you know you didn't pay for it and you know the Holy Spirit tapped you on your shoulder but you still did not return it? All right, those are the things that the Holy Spirit will remind you of. Listen, take that back and go get a lady to change. Transgressions can be thoughts of things you justify of why you do or do not do, right? Transgression is is are uh, knowingly uh, accessed, or you can you can call that thought into captivity. If in fact you feel the power of the Holy Spirit, just kind of nudge you or push you and say, "Now you know that that wasn't cool. That wasn't fly." Now sin sin means to miss the mark. Like right? places we absolutely just do not obey. Um, that that's that that relationship that you know you've taken a step too far. Uh, that is that, that um, sitting at your desk, having access to somebody's credit card information and using it uh, to satisfy something that you want or you desire, right? Things like uh, sin is places that we don't obey God, and, and we know without a question or a question mark that this does not align with that, right? so when we miss the mark continually, sin is having a boyfriend and you're 50 and you're sleeping with him every weekend and you know that he's not your husband or she's not your wife, Um, and and you get into bed every weekend and you say in your mind on Tuesday after you leave Bible study, I'm not going to keep doing this, but you keep showing up at the same place at the same time, having the same exact result. that's sin. Um, continually walking in transgressions, um, setting up patterns or habits or cycles or systems of sin willfully. Iniquity means to be twisted or to be bent, right? So we, we hear pastors or preachers talk about the bend that we have. We have a natural bend that comes historically from Adam and Eve. They had a bend. That is some bloodline stuff, right? So it's a place where your... um kind of like what we would call a quote-unquote perversion or something that is consistently twisted in such a way that you kind of grow leaned that way, right? So we will not grow the way that the Lord desires us to grow if iniquity is in our historical background and we continue in it. Right? So we must recognize what these things are in our lives and really deal with them. It means that we have a responsibility to face them. We should deal with transgressions on a day-to-day basis. That's why we ask the Lord to forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, which is why he said when you pray, you ought to pray like this, right? We should be repenting daily, even for simple stuff, like if you're at your office and you're taking paper and pens and stuff like that, it does not belong to you. Those things were made for you to use at work or gossiping or swearing or lying, right? And as you keep progressing in your confession life, You grow in the things of the knowledge of Christ. It just, they go hand in hand. There is an exchange for my repentance for your forgiveness. Remember I said the great exchange. And they will become less and less. And your confessions will ultimately begin to Change your behavior. If you repent for something enough that it makes your heart cognizant that you are aware that you don't want to live this out, something begins to click on the inside of you, right? Compare what you confess now, as opposed to what you confessed when you first believed, right? So what I confess today is far different than what I used to confess as a new believer, right? And and as I mature. There is an expectation that not only do I consist and continue or contend in it, but that the intimacy of the relationship that I have with God will bring up in me a constant desire to repent and to confess the things that and the areas that I know that I'm broken in, right? It is what keeps you from operating in sin patterns. It is what keeps you from falling into consistent sin cycles, the things that keep you apart from the greatness that God has for you, right? Taking responsibility of wrongdoing, that level of accountability, that's why it's important that you have friends around you, people around you that can insulate uh, our lifestyle so that it begins to align with the will of the Father so that we start growing in the things of the knowledge of Christ in a way that we can impact every single place our feet trod upon. Right. Sometimes we don't uh, uh, may not recognize it immediately, but there are things, and I, I can use an example of myself of a recent thing. There was there was a young lady, and because of some of how some of the giftings that I walk in operate, uh, I see things at a distance, and some sometimes I see them before they actually occur. But when when I saw this, I said it out of my mouth, but I said it in judgment, kind of being funny. Um, now, she doesn't know that I said it, but immediately the Holy Spirit convicted me of what I had said, and I had to repent, right? Now, she didn't know what I was repenting for, but I thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit that I have zero desire to walk with a binge, right? So that's some of the stuff that I know was in my grandmother. Hallelujah. And so I was able to recognize it and immediately deal with it, Right? Now, different than sin, where you know you getting in that man's bed or that woman's bed and you out of pocket and you know you out of pocket, um, iniquity is a little bit more difficult to see, like what I just said. I I judged her in advance because I saw what could happen uh, with my gifting, which has nothing to do with who she is or what she does, and I was out of line, right? But And and I said it a long time ago, but as soon as I saw her, the Holy Spirit brought it back up, and then I was able to relate it to a thing that I saw in my grandmother and my aunts. My, My grandmother had a very amazing accountability circle, right? It was a way of thinking in our family. It was a way of thinking in my bloodline. But because the Lord has made me aware of these processes, these principles, precepts, protocols, pretenses, right, and laws, he brought it back to my remembrance in an effort for me to be able to pick it out, to root it out, and to replace it and to exchange it with what it is that he already said was right? Now, this is revealed by the Holy Spirit only, which is why it is so important that you have a prayer life that is effective and impactful. And it's also one of the reasons why we say you need the gift of the Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, because now you're empowered to pray the mind of Christ over your life, which is the most important part, right? So we have to ask the Holy Spirit for things to be revealed in us. We have to have the courage for him to begin to open the books of heaven and what is written of you in those books or those volumes or on those scrolls. And I guarantee you, when you start to seek or to search him out, see, the the, the surface relationship doesn't work for this. You won't begin to access your great, uh Thank you, Lord Jesus, for watching over me tonight. And I pray your will be done. Amen. That's not going to cut it up and through here, right? When you want, for the revelation of the knowledge of Christ and who God says you are to begin to manifest in the earth, you have to spend time in his presence. It means that you have to meditate on the word. It means that you have to establish or develop or cultivate a life of prayer that happens throughout the course of the day. It's where you learn to abide that things will begin to shift and to change and you will begin to exchange your life for his, right? So, so sometimes it is a cultural issue. Sometimes our environments are, you you know how people say gypsies are thieves and black people are stupid and eat watermelon and chicken or uh, white people smell like dogs. Or, there are all these, these, um, cliche things that, that are said over us in certain areas and in, in, in South Africa. Um, They eat wild animals and they never wear, I mean, you know, like everything is cultural and historical and there are different things that we've been exposed to and they become what we wrap ourselves in identity in. how many of you know God wants to exchange your culture for his? How many of you know that God wants to recondition what you consider culture? If you want to change culture, you buy a city. It's cool to be the mayor. It's cool to be the uh, uh, city councilwoman. But but I believe that God is opening up some doors and giving us some information so that we can buy up some stuff. And we can really impact culture, but we got to be well first. Amen? We got to be healthy first. We got to know who we are first, right? You know how uh, uh, some people say that, that Caucasians are the master race or folks in Germany are the master race. Well, I believe that a kingdom folks are the master race and some of them are polka dot and some of them are blue and some of them are turquoise and white and fat and skinny and tall and all kinds of stuff, but they have the heart and the mind of God, hallelujah, right? And so what we're doing here is we're bringing every single thing that we understand, every gift that we have every talent that we think we house, and we are exchanging it, hallelujah, for what already was I'm just excited y'all excuse me, I didn't got a little count up over here I'm excited about exchanging my will for his I'm excited about seeing in the earth what he said in the heavens. I'm excited uh, about the fact that we have the right and the ability uh, to present our cases before the Father, and we can get some end results. We can have some things. Uh, we can be acquitted of some things, right? If there is no evidence, there can be no consequence. And w- what you need to know is the brother of the accuser, accuser, and right. We and we'll go into this for the next couple of days. We're going to talk about it in depth because I want to teach you how to present your case. And uh, I want to give you a pass in advance. You may be thinking, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know how to do it. Do it. I just need you to stick with me for the next couple of days um for for the entirety of the month, and we're going to watch some people walk in to victories that they didn't even expect they would win initially Uh I'm, I'm going to give you guys this testimony, and then on the other side, uh we're going to talk about going to court and the great exchange on the other side after the love, life and victory conversation um several years ago um uh, maybe I guess I don't know maybe uh, let me see. probably about five years ago, actually, um, you know, for some of you all that, that have been able to journey with me through some of the hardest years of my life. My son was diagnosed um, with a mental illness condition, and um, in so doing, Several different things have occurred in the process. Uh, The pain of the process was great. Um, But today I I see and I understand and I recognize that it was part of the course and necessary for us to be able to walk into some things on today. Uh, Say this, what is already was, hallelujah, God already had a plan even for his process, God already had an agenda, even for um, the the end results. And so I'm excited as I watch uh, him go through his process and us begin to deal with some things, glory to God. And as he was diagnosed, um, it was very hard to accept that diagnosis because uh, when I got pregnant with him, and I'm I'm gonna say a very transparent piece, I met his father, dated his father for nine months, slept with his father one time, sin, and the end result was my son. Um and I personally I wanted to have an abortion. Uh I was embarrassed, I was mad, I didn't feel like having another day. Ba- I like all these different things and so my son sat in that. He sat in my shame. He sat in my fear. He sat in my anxiety. And and I was 24, 20, about to be 25 years old. And ironically, um, I had just rededicated my life to Christ when I found out that I was pregnant with him. And I thank God for Newton Carey Jr. who told me, Dion, you're going to hold your head up. You're going to have this baby and he's going to be a blessing to nations. And I remember specifically the Lord saying to me that he was going to bless my life. Ironically, get this. Six months into my pregnancy, I found out his father was married, and so now I'm dealing with my own personal shame. Now I'm dealing with the fact that I've sinned against God and I've interfered with someone's covenant. I'm horrified. I'm mortified, and my baby sat in that. Um, In in that instance, I had to go through some things here of recent, here of late, where I had to repent um, for how I felt. I had to repent for adultery, even though it wasn't something I made a decision to partake in, I still had to repent and go through all these different processes for my kid, right? Not just for me, but now that he's an adult, there are some things that I needed to pull off his life, and I had to keep it 100 with myself and with God. How many of you know in an effort to be free, you got to be real? In an effort to be loose, you got to tell the truth, in an effort uh, to get into the place of light, you got to exchange your shame for the freedom that God provides in him being our sovereign God. And in so doing, I, I felt some of the weight lift off of me. Now, uh, mind you, just a few weeks ago, my baby was in the hospital for 11, 12 days, just gone. And I'm thinking to myself, Lord, here I am, I'm teaching, I'm praying, I'm preaching, I'm ministering, I'm going to see sick folk, I'm doing this and doing that. And he said, Ann, honey. don't have nothing to do with nothing because that is your job, right? But what I need you all to get is this, that the moment he checked me about even feeling frustrated in the process, he's beyond Do you understand that all you have to do is enter into my rest, according to Hebrew 4 and 1? The only thing that we should fear is entering into his rest. The only thing that we have to be concerned about is getting to a place where no matter what we see, no matter what we feel, no matter what we experience, we have the courage to release. To exchange our emotion for his truth. We have a responsibility to exchange our thought process for his reality. We have a responsibility to exchange um, what we think the outcome should be for his truth. And so, In so doing, we've been going through this process for several years, going through this process for several years. I applied for his little social security for him and they kept denying him. They kept denying him. They kept denying him. They kept denying him. him. I was like, what is the problem? See, I had to go through the repenting process, uh, in order for my son to be absolved of some of those curses. I had to be very, very transparent and open with how I felt about how he came to be. I had to be very, very open, uh, that there There was some resentfulness that I had in my heart about even having to go through all of these processes. I had to be honest and upfront and I had to confess and exchange uh, my lie, my false reality that I painted in my head for the truth of God's word so that my baby could be free. Long story short, two and a half years later. I uh, got a phone call that said his change was approved, and it ain't no little bitty change. Uh, it's some decent change, so my son will be able to live, and, and I want to say that to say as soon as I did what my part was, and, and as we pray for our children and we're trying to figure out what the hell is going on, not what's going on, what the hell, it, what is this? What in the world? Jesus, are you kidding me? As I begin to confess and repent and deal with the part that I know I'm responsible for, as he Sat in my womb, God began to open up doors for him. And guess what, y'all? Now I couldn't pay them for a minute because you got to imagine my children have been dragged to church for a very long time. Well, they're adults. I can't drag them no more. And Friday night, uh, Dominique Campbell had a prayer service. And my boy said, Now this is after I've done all this confessing. This is after I've done all this, you know, and they would go periodically from time to time, but they'd get there and be like, Yeah. This is whack, you know, and, and he, look, he ain't talking about nothing, but remember the last week we talked about illegitimacy, right? We talked about some of the curses that you fall under after being found an illegitimate child and that inability to, to gain intimacy with God, that inability, uh, to, to desire or want to go to church. My baby say, Mama, I'm going with you. Now I went to church at Friday night at nine o'clock. He's 22. So I'm saying all of that to say, listen, exchange all the secrets that you got. Exchange all that dirt you've been covering up. Exchange that one thing that every time you look at it, you turn around and say, not not today. I'm not dealing with none of that. I'm not being bothered. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to feel like that. Uh, Those rapes and that molestation, the violations that you know you've experienced. So all I'm saying is, at the end of the day, as soon as I've dealt with my part, God began to deal with his part. Because now he wants to know, Mom, where do you think that my illness comes from? Right? So I'm I'm sure there are uh, some iniquities that we've not dealt with, some iniquities that we've not looked at. But see, now I can begin to pull him in because I've released him and I've taken away the power of the accuser to accuse him of my stuff in an effort to take his stuff. And so now my baby is walking into his consistency with his regimens of medication and things of that nature. And and he was able to say out of his mouth, one of the things that I pray as we were going through, I had a three-year span of just the Lord covering me, hiding me, and processing me out. Because how many of you know you have to unbecome everything before you can ever become what it is that God desired you to be based on cultural and authoritative implants and the historical things of your forefathers? You got to unlearn all that junk. And so I'm hopeful that this Heaven's Court business will change the way you feel about stuff. Now, right before I pass it to the prayer warrior, I want to give you this. The father's greatest exchange was when he made a decision to give his son for our lives. The father's greatest exchange, some of us call it planting, but the reality is there are trading floors in the kingdom. And I know that, and we'll talk about that throughout the course of this week. The father traded his son for a nation. He traded his son for... For a kingdom. He traded his son for us to walk in liberty. He traded his son and gave us, and look look at this, get this, not only did he trade his son, but when, when the son left, the son traded his presence for the spirit of God to live on the inside of us. So he traded his example for us to have power. He traded who he was as he walked, hallelujah, as he walked on the earth and he said, I won't leave you alone, but I'll leave you a." And he traded uh, his presence for the power of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us, those that are willing to be led. He gave us the power. He set the example that if we trade, if we lay down our lives, right, if we put up uh, our will, our proclivities, our thought process, and we exchange them for what already was. We exchange it for what he already said about us. We exchange it for the destiny. We stop trying to figure it out and we trade our intellect, our understanding, our interpretation. Then Romans 8 and 28 begins to live out loud in and through your life, and people begin to see, I I may have gone through hell. Hallelujah. I may have struggled. I may have uh, felt some pain or some of the anxiety of the process, but by God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that because you gave me uh, uh, for those that choose to, Right? You gave me the right to be a, a son of God, right? He gave us a right to exchange everything we think for everything he is, everything we feel for everything he is, but he will not bend your arm to trade it as I pass the call.
1: Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Father God.
6: Good morning. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh,
2: God.
6: Oh, God. I need to
2: stay a little longer. Let us pause, Lord. Right
6: now, in your presence, for you are our great reward, oh God. You alone are worthy, O oh God.
2: all the praise and the honor belongs
6: to you. Lord, we will wait right here for you. For we long to sup with you In your at the break of the day we call morning. Give an honor to where honor is due. I need
2: to stay a little longer
6: Lord, we will wait friend. for you. We will wait for you. I need to let Pour into us the plan of the day, God. Please, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, we will wait. We will wait
2: because
6: you're worth it, Father God. Yes, Lord, we will wait while the world and its chaos and corruption goes on. But right now, Lord, we want to be in your presence right now, Hallelujah, Jesus.
10: Lord, up,
6: Breathe in me. us, Father God, that spirit of boldness, Father God, your word, up, God, that our Christ like character may shine and our witness in word as well as God, deed will be.
10: Lord,
6: I God, we esteem your word to send me more than our necessary food right now, Father God. My heart. You are our bread of life, Lord, speak your truth. our constant provider, truth. our hope Let's for tomorrow, so our very present help in time of trouble. Not God, true. that is you. Let's that is my you. Mind free. Father, we are so set grateful, so grateful that you, set
2: my mind free.
6: there is nothing to fear Don't in you, Father God. For perfect love casts out all fear. In fact, Father God, you prepare a table in the presence of our enemies. You are our defender and our avenger. Because vengeance is mine, says the Lord. This is why the world can wait, God. Because you deserve our time. In your so, with deep contrition, we say, Forgive us, Lord.
2: Even my friends can wait.
6: For our endless agendas I that place self as the number one priority. For neglecting to spend more time with you, Father.
2: So walk away.
6: You are our Father, God. You deserve the time, time, Lord. Lord, forgive us, Lord, for neglecting our families, Lord, that you've entrusted to us. Forgive us for neglecting to reach out to the least and the last and the lonely. Because in essence, when we neglect to reach out to them, we're neglecting you, Father. Lord, please wash over us, God. Lord, there are people right now in our extended family that need a Savior, that we have failed to take the time to introduce to you. Forgive us. Holy Spirit, show us where we have fallen short. Give us courage, O oh God, and a desire to do what must be done, to not be ashamed of the gospel.
2: God,
6: thank you, Jesus. Lord, we need you right now, Lord. Teach us, O God. Help us, O God, to spread love to your lost generation where children suspect their parents and parents provoke their children to wrath. Let the spirit of love be restored in every family. And as wisdom cries in the street regarding mercy of God, let the wayward hear the clarion sound to come and take the hand of the Creator. God. So people of God, please help me as we enter into his courts with thanksgiving and his gates with praise. Help us lift up the name of God. Let's help us lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. I praise you. I just want to glorify your name right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Help Thank us. Thank you, to be- Jesus. Us-
3: Thank you, Lord Thank you, Jesus.
6: Help us to Belay- before Thank you, you Jesus.
2: Father, thank you. God. thank you. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. We all b- w- it. We you name We give you name We you Thank you you yeah, for yeah. the word We thank you Knowing that I'm not you, good thing, I'm a i want to you the you are Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you che ci sono 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 I'm I'm not to do it. i I'm not to do it. I'm and follow the way of the I'm going to go ahead I am Jesus, Spirit, Lord God. Your Spirit, Lord God. I the Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to Hallelujah. I don't want to Yes, I'm Yes, Lord God. Yes, I'm Yes, Lord Yes, 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 <laughs> you are faithful, Lord God. you. God. Hallelujah, Lord God. God. you, love you. Love hey. you. God. God. Hey. God. 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 you, God. I was not able to make the I I to 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 We bless you, Lord. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We you. We bless
4: you.
2: We bless you. Uh, it is none like you. Uh, it is not like you. Micah Jebo sat atop the Glory to your name Jesus. Glory to your name Jesus. Glory to your name God. I'm praying. To my majesty, I'm
5: God. My God. Say, I, yes. I, yes. I, yes. I yes. Hallelujah.
2: Yes. Thank you for your Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
10: Thank you. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 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 Thank you. No what has you got?
10: It
2: is God, name Thank you for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank God. Thank you.
10: you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. you. you go to god You, god to go Right. You you oh, right. one you're you're real good, you're you're real You're real good, you're not good, you 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 are the Lord. Lamb of God. i bless you, O oh God. bless you, O God. you, O worthy, God. i you, O God. I'm going to oh God. The the I'm God. to God. God. You're God. God. A God. Yes. So, you God. You're God. 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 Hallelujah, my my God. Hallelujah, 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 Allora, <laughs> <laughs> devo Oh, boy. Oh, boy. thank you hallelujah il destino mio il destino mio io voglio andare 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 io voglio andare
1: io voglio andare io a andare io voglio
2: andare io a andare io voglio andare io voglio andare io voglio you, io voglio andare Glory You to you. Hallelujah. to 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 Hallelujah, I'm done. I'm
11: done. I'm done.
2: I'm done. 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 I'm the i am done all am Hallelujah, i am done i am the i am done 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 i am Hallelujah, i am done i am done i am done i am done i the done i am done i am done i am done i am done I don't I I I I i you you i you i you with hallelujah, hallelujah, Hallelujah,
11: hallelujah, praise.
2: You, you hallelujah, we yeah. We I'm, I'm, gonna I'm, gonna gonna on, I'm we gonna gonna go. it all so you we know, no. it all we 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 it all
10: we it all we it all we it all we it all we it all
2: but of course you Amico, io voglio che tu voglia at your feet, Hallelujah. 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 H- so the mm-hmm. the name of uh, the name the name oh, the in uh-huh. well, in in the name of you know, uh, the name of the I I the name of the name of the
10: name of and
2: and God is great and you are great and you are you are great and at a, your feet
9: this morning. Uh, we Ay- ta-
2: you okay. are like, God. So you are you
10: are you are worthy.
2: you you are worthy. 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 Rose glory glory, glory, The sons of um, uh,
5: you. your name.
2: Jesus. your
5: name. Jesus. Son
2: of God, Lord Lord
0: Thank you, thank, thank you,
2: Jesus. thank you, Father. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you,
0: thank you, thank you, thank
2: you,
3: thank you, thank you, thank you, thank
0: you, Father.
2: thank you, Father. thank, you, Father.
0: thank, you, Father. thank you,
2: Father. Thank you. Thank you for
0: visiting. Thank, Thank you for your faithfulness. Oh. Thank you for your love. Thank you,
6: Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I honor you, Lord.
2: Can you be obedient? Thank you be obedient?
6: Can Thank you for God. Um, we thank you for liberty. We thank you for inner man. Uh, we thank you, for Lord, for Father God. We thank you, Father God, for providing for us Faith, state. We thank you for the nation. Would call by my name to so humble themselves. Pray. Speak my... Thank you and praise you, Lord.
4: Yan,
9: if you are speaking, we can't hear you. Um, yet we have to call, please. Sorry, y'all. I muted. I muted myself on the computer. Somebody is somebody is cooking grits and um, and watching the Flintstone. If you can mute your phone for us, that would be awesome. Amen. Thank you very much Amen, amen and amen. That's what it looks like to abide That's what it looks like to gain a posture and to sit in it Um, It is 720 and without thinking we have prayed for 35 minutes and and that's what happens um, when you start to press in and really allow God to do some things on the inside. There was no resistance this morning, hallelujah. And I know um, that our Father came and sat with us. Um, and so I'm I'm excited about where we are tracking to and some of the things that are going to take place as a result of it. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go through the normal protocol of the call. If there's anyone who's joined the call um And you did not get an opportunity to say good morning. I'll give you that room. Good morning to everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Hey, Sister Tracy. Good morning, honey.
12: Good morning.
2: Good morning.
9: This is
3: who? Hey, say it again,
12: Dad. This is Sister Denise Woodward.
9: Hey, Sister Denise. Good morning. God bless you. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you.
5: Good
0: morning, it's Bernice. Hey, Bernice, good morning. Oh, good morning, it's Gloria.
9: Hey, Gloria, good morning.
0: Good morning.
5: Good morning, it's Jacqueline.
1: Hey, Jacqueline, good morning, sis. Good morning, family, it's Dondria. Hey, Dondria, good morning.
3: Good morning, it's Michelle.
0: Hey Michelle, good morning. Good morning.
3: Mm-hmm. Anybody else?
0: Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? <laughs>
3: I'm I'm fabulous. Hey <laughs> family,
2: this is Lisa. Hi,
12: hey. hi Lisa, Bisa.
2: Good morning,
12: mm-hmm. Victory of
9: y'all.
1: It's Pam. Hey, Pam. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Dion. This is Brother Jeff. I uh invited a couple of brothers
4: uh, on the line this morning. They was on. I don't know if they had made it to work and still on the line. Brother Carl, you still on the line?
9: I don't see Brother Carl. You know, we got stuck in prayer this morning. You know, er- everybody ain't ready to pray for 30 and 40 minutes. You know, we might stress
2: them. <laughs> we
4: might stress both up right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Brother Tillis, you on the line? He probably at work but now. Nah. Because he was like, okay. when she gonna start praying? He was texting me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Amen.
9: Amen. Anybody else want to say good morning? Thank you, Brother Jeff, for for inviting folks. We appreciate you. Amen. Anybody else want to say good morning before we move forward?
2: I greet 18-9. you in the tongue of the Japanese. Ohio, Gisamos. Thank you, Jeff.
9: Well, well, good morning, all the way from Japan, by way of uh, San Leandro. Hallelujah.
12: arigato. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I forgot
9: all these bilingual folk on this on this line. You know, we got some folks with some education in this thing.
10: Mm-hmm.
9: Hey, Amen. Um so i'm I'm gonna jump right in I, I don't have a whole bunch um but I do have some pieces and what we'll do is we'll we'll do question and answer and i'll I'll kind of um le- leave, leave you on the seat of anticipation because it gets gooder and gooder guys i I'm so excited about this part right here and this piece um because you you know we've been talking about getting prayers answered quickly and I don't think it's been I don't think it's even been weeks since I really started praying and going to a different level of prayer as it relates to my children and so to actually be able to see God do it listen is so dope um, but more than anything for them to be able to see him keep his promises and to be able to be armed with some things um, that repositioned my thought process. I hope I didn't confuse anybody this morning. I know I was moving pretty fast because my mind was on 112. Um, but I'm very hopeful that um, that something that I said penetrated your heart and put you in a position to be prepared to exchange some things um, for the gift of God that He has for you. Amen. Anybody else?
1: Good morning, Dion. It's Pretty Patrice.
5: Good morning.
9: Hey, Pretty. Why do you say your name? You act like I'm not going to know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <I, I, laughs> uh, wait. Well, 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 wait, but before we go I forward, Miss D got her a new name this day. weekend. <laughs> you got to say it. I know that's right. Yay, Sandy. Said I have to say
1: it. <laughs> Own it. Hey, man. I said, she
5: on my nerves.
6: She on my
5: nerves. Whatever.
1: Hear me whatever. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, so man. Grow
4: or go, ain't we? Listen, you going to grow or get up out of here? <laughs> <laughs> not Whatever you want to do.
1: I'm growing.
9: <laughs> you hear me? Whatever you want to You can stand still if you feel like it. I'm want i don't wanna I'm be by growing. you. <laughs>
2: I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love you more, sis. Amen. Amen.
9: Amen.
4: Anybody else. This this is Catherine. I just want to say thank you for walking us through this thing here. I tell you you um
12: God bless us. Yes you do. And I appreciate it so
2: much. Amen. They exchange oh
9: lord thank you jesus i thank you sister. amen great grateful to god to be able to to walk through this process and um i'm just i'm excited uh, for the testimonies that will come as a result i'm i'm just i'm excited for us not just excited for me
2: amen Good morning, this is Cynthia. Thank you so much. Hey, Princess. Yay. (laughs) Hi, sister. (laughs) How are you
1: this morning? Thank you for that word. And oh my God, thank you. I'm I'm just excited just to get deeper into what God has to say to all of us regarding the courts of heaven and how to get the victory. Thank you for having me.
9: Amen. Honored to have you here. I really am. Thank you so much for even bothering to pick up the phone. I love you to smithering. Man, I love you back. <laughs> Amen. Hello. Hey, man. hey hello Mona hey.
2: girl.
4: Hey, man. <laughs> I know I have to rush um and run in here because I'm getting Yvonne together. But uh, yeah, it makes so much sense. Especially when you broke it down with about um, knowing what was going on um, when you was pregnant and how you conceived and all those things um, made me think about that, even with each one of my kids. And I'm definitely, is, this is something that, I mean, I got to chew on this pretty much all today. I'm definitely going to write, be writing down each ones and just really think about that so I can be able to uh, really be direct about what I'm praying for to release mm-hmm. them, you know, because, dang, when I think about how who I was and how mm-hmm. I, when it was in me, wow, you know, I, I done
9: passed that
4: down. You know, I done picked some things on them, y'all. You know what I mean? So it's just to know that, just hearing the the, the your testimony, how you, the um are being brought out of that. So I'm just looking forward to it for my children too, you guys. That's that is so beautiful to know that because I I can now that we know we we can see what to do now. Remember what we was going through at that time and what we was pitting inside of them when they was in our womb, less on when they was outside our womb. So, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just so, just, just grateful. Now nah, I'm beyond grateful. I'm so excited, grateful. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. Because that is just a, such a blessing, you guys, when you think about it like that. Like, the freedom of me, I can see it now. I can see the the, mm-hmm. the freedom, how I, I can, they can be released, you know what I mean, from not uh-huh. only from me just going to them and saying, look, mama, um, apologize. You know, I have done that. But now I see it uh-huh. taking it even forth further. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Of of them being free. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. that is just, you broke that down. And wow, I'm still just, just, just my brain is still just going to just thinking, it. Just pointing uh-huh. to me like, wow, you got a lot to write down, Mona, to know of the release, each and every one of them. Because they was all um, I never been married. I ain't about to get into all that, but yeah, it's a lot. So I just love you, and I just thank you for Amen. your obedience and who who you are and how you stand on on who you are and how you bring to um us you know um or what God tell us and it just be right on point. That's how I know it. Of course, we know we already. I know you anointed. So I'm just grateful for who you are. And I just love you so, you guys. That is a blessing, y'all. Think about that, especially as women and men. I think y'all too, because y'all the wounds is inflicted um, also. If you really think about how y'all inflict wounds on um, your children when they are in the womb too. So yes. God is good. I Amen. Love you.
9: Amen. Dion.
2: This is
1: Dye. This is God Bye. <laughs> If you remember last week when you were talking about the courtroom and I said that, you know, it makes sense because I sometimes when I'm I'm praying or, or something and I'm seeking God for something, I'm like, Lord, why have you know, am am I going through this? What sin, if you remember me telling you that and when you talked about entering into someone's covenant, God brought to mind, I got some things that I'm in the courtroom with that I have to go to court with, with God to remove those things. And when You talked about those things this morning, entering in someone else's covenant. I'm guilty of that. And I have to make an appointment to go to court with God to get rid of these things because now it all makes sense to sometime when I can't can't get a revelation because there's still things that's unconfessed sin in me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm sure many of us have unconfessed sins that maybe that we're blocked out I think it doesn't even matter. The past is the past. Mm-hmm. But know your past, you got to pay for your past. You got to confess mm-hmm. those things in your past. And so this morning, my heart was filled with guilt because I have some unconfessed sin in me that I have not confess because I didn't even know it was there. Things that we Mm -hmm. overlook in the Bible, we don't even know it's there and that these things need to be taken care of. So I appreciate your message this morning because it will give me freedom when I go through the confession. I don't want to hold on to things. So I ask God to forgive me for entering into someone else's covenant, which I had no, I had no place to do, and just forgive me because my sins are before Him. They're ever before Him, as David said in Psalm fifty-one.
6: My sins are ever before Him. Forgive me, Lord, for I've sinned against
1: no one but You.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I thank You for that message mm-hmm. this morning. Amen. I appreciate you so much because now Amen. I'm able to unlock some things with God
2: in the courts of heaven, Amen. and I thank you this morning.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm.
2: I love you, sis.
1: I
9: love you too. I love you too. And and it's you know it's it's amazing. I was sitting at a table on Saturday, and someone um referred to someone's significant other. They're not married, but she called her um, his concubine. <clears throat> concubine, however you say it. And when she said it, it struck a nerve. And so y'all know me. I say what everybody else thinking. I say, now, anybody at this table wasn't somebody concubine at some point? Listen, Joker, Joker started getting up from the table. <laughs> right. One by one. Tell my on, honey, I just start sweating. Yeah. So we got to be careful how we move around because the reality is all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And it's our responsibility to deal with our secret sin. You know, we, we move on. We might stop doing it. But the word of God, and I say this often because I, I need to remind us of it. The Bible says, agree with your adversary quickly unless you be carried off by the bailiff to prison, right? So if if where there is no evidence, there is no crime. So our responsibility as believers is literally to go back and dig up our dirt. Uh It's some cold game, but it's real. We gotta go back mm-hmm. and dig up our stuff, and we gotta we gotta deal with it because let me tell you what happens. The adversary has access to all of that information
2: That's true. Yeah. so now
9: here you are praying and pleading for x y z to be done on your behalf for your case, but the reality is you have unanswered sin. And so every time you think, Lord, do it for me, do it for me, do it for me, the adversary is saying, he ain't going to do nothing for you, raggedy, trifling. He ain't going to do nothing for you because remember when you did X, Y, and Z? Yeah, I ain't forgot. That's what we empower the enemy to do when we don't deal with our stuff. And so here we are praying over and over and over again for the same thing consistently and getting no results and then getting mad because we ain't getting no results. But the reality is we should be mad because we ain't dealt with our stuff. So it's not its not like you have to walk around and tell everybody what you did or what you didn't do, but you got to deal with it though. You got You got to deal with it right and so the beautiful thing is when i started to look at the parallels uh, you got to be willing like i i'm going to give you guys another example i had a soul tie and i kept trying to excuse it away now this particular soul tie honey when i tell you this man could get in my head like nobody's business and i didn't understand cuz i was always let me let me tell you what i was attracted to I was attracted to his level of, of the ability to manipulate because I was a I'm an ex manipulator, right? So you gotta you gotta understand who you are and where it comes from. So I am told that my father was a pimp, right? And so so I had these proclivities to be a little gangster with him. And so here I'm just being. I mean, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it 100. I would give a, I would give a fella a very hard way to go, trust me. Um and as the Lord started to reveal to me who I was um without him, there was this one particular time and I've told this story before, but now with this information I see it very differently. I I was I would do very good with staying away from him, but it didn't have anything to do with the fact that he had full access to my head. Right? um that he had his hooks in me. And you'll you'll find the word hooks in the word of God over and over again. And and it was associated with my pride. It was associated with my will. It was associated with my desires. And this one particular time I was on the freeway on my way to praise and worship rehearsal with a car full of people. I had a whole argument in my head about going to his house first or going to rehearsal and I remember the argument that I had in my head as I traveled toward my destination. Now, his house was to the left, church was to the right. For at least seven or eight minutes, I argued in my head of if I was gonna to go to his house. I mean, and I'm battling in my mind, I could feel it. It was It was a very intense battle and it was the day that everything ended. When I got off the freeway, <clears throat> I remember battling in my mind. Okay. You're going to turn lefty. You're going to turn right. You're going to turn lefty. I mean, and, and like I was feeling anxiety and everything. Well, I made a decision. I was going to go to his house. Let me, let me bring up the significance of that. We have opportunities to derail the plan of the enemy when we exchange our lust. Because not I was, I wasn't going to go, I had a car full of people. I wasn't going to go sleep with him or anything like that. But I knew I didn't have any business going over there. So I'm in my mind, I'm arguing profusely. And I disregarded the warning, right? And I went to his house and as soon as I turned the corner, I ran over a nail. But not only did I run over a nail, I ran over a nail that was connected to a long piece of barbed wire. The barbed wire then began to scratch the paint off my car. This happened in seconds. The nail was close to the line on the tire where one of two things will happen. Either you have to get, either you can get a plug or you can't get a plug. You'll either need a a whole new tire or you can get a plug. The tire repair store was in the about to close. I had minutes to get there. I could either go to his house, have him take me to do this and now I'll miss rehearsal altogether so this one decision turned into an avalanche of a whole bunch of emergency fire that needed to be put out when I got out of the car now one of the the children that um I had taken into my house was sitting in the back seat and I said, now I know I didn't run over no nail. He opened the car door. He looked out the door. He said, mom, you need to come look at this. I get out of the car and it looks like a long arm. The nail had barbed wire on it and the barbed wire looked like a whole bunch of tangled braided metal. Just so happened I had some scissors in my trunk. Took me several minutes to cut the wire off of the nail that was in the tire that was uh, punctured in one of the most fragile places the tire can be punctured. I had minutes to get to the tire repair store. And so as, as I'm cutting off the barbed wire, Nikisha was in the car with me. And I, all I could do was laugh because I knew what had happened in my head. Long story short, and I told you all those details because the Holy Spirit said to me just like this, you can have him, but just like this tire puncture incident, your whole life is going to be tangled up. As tangled up, because I'm I'm looking at the wire and I'm trying to figure out how am I going to get this off of this? Oh my God, I can't drive down the street like this. He said that's, that's the type of attachment that he is to you, and you can keep playing with him if you feel like it, but it's gonna cost you time, and it's always gonna create an emergency in your life. Listen, if I didn't get that, I am retarded. And I remember calling him to tell him, do me a favor and don't ever call me again in life, (laughs) ever. And he was like, what, don't ever? Call me again, right? It was a moment I had to exchange my lust for God's desire. Now this wasn't a long time ago, neither. Need y'all to be clear, right? So I, I, I'm not, I'm not super deep. I'll still blow it if I get, if I give myself the room, right? Now today, eh, not so much. But th- this wasn't, this wasn't ten years ago. And, and I've been saved in, in in real life for a good little stretch this This was not five five years ago this was a couple of years ago that I was stuck like that right and it was a battle it was it was like this was a seven year attachment and even though we weren't weren't sleeping together consistently, none of that. but what I'm saying is you have to be mindful of everything because if it does not come from God, where does it come from? right? The devil. And you al- always got to be paying attention because there's always an attempt on your life. Your life
2: mm-hmm.
9: it is it's a whole entire um, enterprise for the kingdom. And what you have to learn how to do is exchange your, cause all it is, lust is the opposite of desire. Lust is the opposite of desire. It opposes everything. Lust opposes everything that desire is. And so until you get to the point where you understand you have a responsibility, i.e., you have an argument, right? We all have an argument that we have to have with every situation, with every set of circumstances. But the question is will you argue appropriately? And you've got to know what you're fighting. Amen. Does yeah. anybody have any? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Hi, this is Sister Tracy.
3: Um, I'm just sitting here listening. First of all, thank you so much for your declaration on this morning and your transparency. Um, I don't think anything is ironic. I think that everything happens. It happens for a reason. And I know for me, like Saturday, I was on my way to an event with someone. And I know what we're being taught on Wednesday nights also what's being declared um, this month. And I had to tell my accountability partner something that I've done recently, and I had to free myself from that. I had to say, listen, I can't come to you like you talked about being transparent. I had to tell them this is what's going on with me. This is where I'm at. And I said, God, I got it. Like you you said one declaration about the book and how the book, how God um, – uh, writ, wrote written this book and each one of us have our name and it's already done. It's been sealed. He 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 paid. He did what he needed to do. Why do you keep deviating from what the plan is? Why do you keep doing what you want to do? And every time you do what you want to do and it's not in God's will. You get caught up in some stuff that you ain't got no business being caught up in. Do you see now that it's going to, if it's going to be repetitious, that the same things are going to continue to happen? How long are you going to keep doing this to yourself? And I was like, I'm done. I'm so done. I'm tired. I, I'm being very transparent because I'm like, I want better for me. And I want that that, that closer relationship. So, God, whatever it is that you need me to do, I'm willing to do. If I need, if you need to take everything away from me and start all over again, I'm okay with that too. That's where I'm at right now, just being obedient to his will. And like you talked about that um, that barbed wire and the nail in the tire being entangled up, uh, yeah, you you need to stay focused and you need to not deviate from the assignment that I have because you have a calling on your life. And no matter what it is, I'm just trying to stay right there. And just being still right now. So I just wanted to say thank you, and just say that.
9: Amen. Amen. It's it's real. It, it's listen. I'm I'm at the point where I, if I just keep it one hundred, I'm scared to death, child. I I, I ain't doing that. <laughs> the way my little old funky life is cut out, child. I'm gonna get slapped down publicly. I'm cool. <laughs>
4: I
0: haven't I, when
4: I
1: say tired, man, miss
0: me. Exactly. Um, super cool. <laughs> Ready. Hey, um, this is Lisa. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Okay, um, hey,
1: Lisa Lisa.
0: Thank hey. you. Um Tracy, thank
9: you. That just reminds me about um the power of agreement. And even the
1: mm-hmm. stuff in the past, we have to deal with, right? And unlock, and I'm going to tell you a story while I was riding on the road listening to the car driving, God brought something to me, and it was really, really clear. Um, But I want to talk about the power of agreement and the words that we're speaking now every time that we say something that's contrary to the word of god we're coming out of alignment and agreement with god and we're partnering up and i know it sounds bad but it's the truth we're partnering up with the devil we're coming into agreement with what is contrary to the word of god so when we say i can't and i'll never and i'm not and we know that there are things in the word that's contrary to that where he says that we can do all things through him, right, that gives us strength, and that offers a possible to him that believes. And so we got to look at those conditional clauses, those if and thens. What did he say that we're not doing so that would cause our lives not to line up with the
9: truth of his word? Because everything contrary to the truth is a lie. There is no
1: middle ground.
9: Oh, wow. I mean, there's just so much even now in our language. And no wonder why from the very beginning of this call, we were talking about opening up your mouth and then watching your words. Why? Because we are ensnared, caught in a trap by the words of our mouth, right? So really, our words that we speak because we're created in God's image have the power to set things in motion. Just like God's word, not returning to Him, boy. What we will have is what we say, and as we think in our hearts, so is we. So we are really our own worst enemy. Just like, just really? like you have to, the, de- the, de- 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 like, like when you think about this, we overcome by the words yes. of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Yes. But we also are overcome by the yes. words of our testimony. <laughs>
7: How about right. that?
9: Right.
7: And but that the it, that's the exchange.
9: That's it. Yeah. But we have, have to exchange. exchange for the right thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's that mind talk. being renewed now to the image of Christ, right? And you call it deep if you want to, but I want my mind to be free. I don't want to be in bondage. I don't want to be enslaved or entangled or caught up or bewitched by the stupid stuff going on in this world that we see everybody else, especially those without Christ. We should be different. We have the right and the power and the authority and now the responsibility, because we're being taught some things, to walk in this liberty if you want to, right? And we
1: say we do. Who doesn't in their right mind want to really be free indeed? So I had this, God brought this to me. And if I did my declaration
9: about um, one of my family members, and I don't want to call out her name because some of my family would be on the line, I don't want to discredit and dishonor anybody watching my words, right?
12: And I would say how mean and how critical and how religious she was. And little did I know. God was telling me, because I battle in my mind with
9: cynicism and criticism, um, and I can speak things in my mind, and I'm feeling like, okay, I'm not saying it out, and I'm dealing with this, and that's a good thing, right? And God is bringing to my attention that it's rotten, but nevertheless, it's still there. And I'm like, God, why haven't you removed this? I know whenever I come and I speak something that's cynical or critical, it's coming out of alignment with your word, it's passing judgment, I'm lining up with the accuser, the devil, right? I'm not trying to do that. And what he brought to me was the very thing that I had been speaking against that particular person is the thing that I had been battling with and had become in my mind because I opened up and was exposed to that very thing and didn't even realize the real impact that it had on me. I knew it did, if you listen to the declaration we did about identity, right? I
12: knew it affected me, but I had no idea that that began to shape my thought process. And I'm riding down the road this morning like, wow, God. That's
9: another thing I got to take to the court the right way, because I was very much aware that it was wrong, but I had no idea where it started. And the very thing, like Joe said, the very thing I was despising, about, or the very thing I feared, it came upon me. And I've been wondering why I haven't been released from that thing and
1: why I got to keep dealing with it. And I'm telling you, when God starts to reveal things to us, as we are becoming more aware through conversation, through exposure, through other people's experience, through Dion
9: and everybody else declaring on the line, if you want to get free, the Holy Spirit is here to do it. It's like that. I wasn't even trying to think of nothing. I'm driving down the road. I'm so
2: oh.
3: to God. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Appreciate you. there's
9: confirmation that you got the Holy Ghost. That is, Come on. it just makes you appreciative of, mm-hmm. of what the power of the Holy Spirit and the exchange that Jesus made when he went um, to be Come with on. the Father. He was wise enough to know that I will leave you a comforter. Yeah. Right, someone to suck with you, and so I'm just grateful for the spirit of God that lives on the inside of each of us, and I'm um, mm-hmm. I'm also extremely excited um, that as we go deeper, and, and um, tomorrow we are going to talk about preparing your case, preparing your case, because one of the things you don't want to
0: do um,
9: is you don't want to go to court unprepared, right? You want to know exactly. What you're presenting, you want to know even what the accuser um, call himself holding against you, so you have time to prepare the proper argument for that case. And it also gives you time. Somebody needs to mute their phone for me. It also gives you time to repent. All right? It gives you time to go through, uh, Tanya. That's number one. I agree. Um, it gives you time to. Uh, get your heart right before cuz you don't want to have to confess a whole bunch of stuff before you get to court. And so um I I'll, I'll share with you guys um some of the ways that we actually prepare for court. Um how you identify uh uh Wednesday we'll be talking about trading. Um we'll go I, I mentioned it a little bit today, but I want to go into depth with it on Wednesday. So tomorrow we'll be dealing with accusation and presentation and then on Wednesday we'll be dealing uh specifically with trading right and so um I'm I'm just excited as we begin to explore uh the possibility of our prayers no longer being held up because it's time for us to be able to walk into uh the things of kingdomdom you know we man I'm I'm tired I'm sick of it <laughs> y'all would have had to watch the sermon that uh, I saw. I'm sick of it. I am I ain't going for no shorts. And they can call me whatever they want. I ain't scared. I don't care. I ain't seen nobody die for loss of quote-unquote friends who wasn't ever friends in the first place. But y'all yeah, can walk around bound. I ain't doing it. I am done. You learn better. You do better. Amen. 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 Anybody else have any questions, comments, commentary? Anyone?
1: It's me, Priscilla. <laughs> hey, me,
12: Priscilla, girl.
1: <laughs> hey.
12: um,
1: you know, I just read last book, uh, last year, Miles Monroe's book. Love um, him. Yeah. And it was, of course, it was on the kingdom. And so working my way through this um, understanding, I, I know this is where I'm supposed to be. I just know it. And there's so much to it. Um, I, I jumped off the call, and I had to go to my other prayer call. But I really want this teaching badly, so I think I'm going to have to excuse myself. In the <laughs> Sorry, I didn't but mean to guess,
12: laugh out loud.
1: <laughs> because there's just work to be done in my soul, and I know it. And I'm desperate, and I need it so badly. i got to get to the next place. Yeah, I have to. It's screaming yeah. on the inside. Um, there's so much in there that just I just can't. I feel like you know I just can't take it no more. I got, I'm exploding if I don't get there. So I hope I'm making sense because sometimes when you go in areas that you're unfamiliar with, you feel like you're not making no sense. I know everybody knows, has been there before when you speak and and you're trying to get to a new place. Um, so many things were said that I resonated with. So many things. Um, one thing is, I love the, the prayer. Like not getting prayers answered, you've been praying for something for years, and and not seeing it, and and you're tired of it, and you're wondering what what's going on, what 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 am I doing, what am I not doing? And and it has to do with going to court because you've got to think of heaven as a kingdom and you have to think in those terms and 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 anyway, I hope I'm making sense. I'm just I'm love I'm just loving the teaching. And I just Amen. wanted to comment on that, that it's 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 stirring my soul. Um it it's it's causing it's telling me to pray. It's it's telling me to do so much. Repentance is major. And and having that a lot, knowing what, having your having you done all that before you go into court, totally resonates with me. Um. Anyway, I'm excited for the teaching. That's all my want And we're
12: we're excited hey, that hey.
9: you're here. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead,
8: Tanya. Hey, Priscilla. This is uh this is Tanya. Good morning. After I forgot, we're not counting days anymore. Um, but anyway, listen,
9: listen. I I wanna I wanna say two things to you. You you are absolutely making sense. You're absolutely making sense. But this is a teachable moment for not just for not necessarily for you, Priscilla, but for everybody else. This is an example. What Priscilla just said is an example of hungering and thirsting after God. This is this is a per. So for people who just couldn't put that concept together, one of the things I've discovered is even while um being in school, is that I know some many of the things that I'm
8: reading about, that I'm learning about. I just didn't know the terminology. And so here in when we look at um what we're learning about heaven's court,
9: um some of the things that um Dion is describing and giving language to, it makes sense to us because We've been doing some of those things. We just didn't realize there was an actual name for it. There was an actual process, or what have you. Um, we were just doing things mm, like like on, uh, out of ignorance. Not not don't take that personally, like a negative thing. We but to be ignorant means that you are unaware of a particular thing. And once you get the knowledge of it, then you're no longer ignorant to it. So I wanted to. I'm saying all of that to say, Priscilla's comment are a a strong indicator of what it looks like to hunger. And somebody's killing me with that background. I mean, like, if you could put your phone on mute, please, 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 please please put your phone. It don't take a spiritual revelation to push mute and to check, oh, thank God for the calm. You know, that's another teachable moment. All that background, all that stuff, it, it distracts us um it's that's an example of what it looks like to be distracted um spiritually um so there are two revelations number one what Priscilla said is an indicator of what it is
8: to be when you hunger and thirst after righteousness not necessarily in the in the way that she is but there's an unrest i got to have more there's got to be more to it secondly
9: there is go- even when we're pursuing um and when we are living a a a a a a life of um uh, we, we are living as believers. There's always going to be some noise to distract us. Um, but what is it's our job to continue to move forward or to
8: stand, if God tells us to stand, or to walk or to run, whatever he tells us to do. Um, it's not like we're going to have it so it, – like it's going to be so perfect and so easy. We just,
9: you know um, – We just easily, I wish you could see me um, right here, this body language that I'm doing, but like you could just, you just easily tap a thing and then all magically it happens. There will be some warfare in it, you know, but we're not afraid of that, right? Because now we know, now we have some answers to some questions and I'm so, so excited. I'm
8: so excited about where God, um, God has made a choice of us. Everybody that has made a decision that they're going to um, maintain and stay on the calls even though you don't fully understand it um, because you want to get the answers like we've been chosen to do this, not just to have it and bottle this secret up bottle bottle these systems up that we learn for ourselves but so that we can share it with others so that they too can get free um, I'm really excited about that. Thank you pastor Dion.
9: All right naheicia um yeah i i'm I think I'm more excited about the fact that it is not a segregated gospel that it is not about separatism but it is really about inclusion, okay, and understanding and knowing that he would that all would be free this one right here um and so in, in and so knowing that. Having the ability to empower um, some other folks to walk into liberty, right? Because it's 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 that season. Bye, my love. Have a good day. Um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited about the freedom that is coming and has come, and the revelation that um, freedom in Christ is very different than freedom in the world, right, and that that walking into the things of the knowledge of Christ begins to shift um, and exchange um, even our reason for doubt or our reason for fear. Like right now, I was already a little bit rambunctious in in how I think. I was already um, a little bit over the top in my um, ability to think and operate from a radical place. But this has empowered me very differently. I feel um, my confidence level has risen to degrees that I did not know it could. And not, not from a place of arrogance or as if I know everything, but now I don't have to rely on my intellect. I don't have to rely on my understanding or even my interpretation. What I am learning to do is whatever it is that I'm, I'm uh, faced with making a decision about or venturing into, even um, as my, currently my pheromones are off the hook, so men are coming from everywhere, like, and I'm not saying it's a high side. What I'm saying is the, the nature of the level of men, now that I am walking in my authentic self and having choices, has changed. Men that have the Holy Ghost are approaching me. Now, it doesn't mean that they're my husband. It just means that how I feel about Dion has changed. How I understand who Dion is is different. And to have the ability to make a choice, to say that men do not exist, that are saved, that have a Holy, that's not the truth. So now I can dispel the lie that the enemy told me about you probably will never have a husband. Well, he gave me a desire to be a wife. So if he gave me the desire, it means that he has a desire to fill the need because he only gives us things that he intends on completing or performing. So now what it did was it empowered me to dismantle the lie of all men are dogs of men don't have a holy, it it, it gave, it empowered me to declare the truth of the Word of God over my life and over my future based on the Word of God and not my understanding, right? So that that takes us right back to matthew six and thirty three for some of us on the line, some of the women that are up and past their forties and stuff, and you you have started to tell yourself, "Well, that's all right, you know i don't I don't need a husband or I don't want a husband, but at the end of the day, you are at home longing to to have a husband right you are you're okay with being single, but if it were up to you. You would enjoy the companionship. You would appreciate having that camaraderie. So now what what I need to teach you right up and through here is don't deny what he gave a desire for. And don't make up lies to dispel it away. Right? So, again, we go right back to what the Word of God says about our lives. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and then everything else will be added unto you. So now we exchange our unrighteous living um, and our settling and our um, compromise and our sliding scale for the truth of his word. Amen. I hope that helps somebody.
1: Amen. 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 Anybody
9: else have? Anything before we get ready to go?
12: I just want to say, teach, sis. There's some good stuff Uh, this morning. It's some good stuff this morning. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, sister.
9: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, hey, then, I'm hey, just, Dion. Uh, Oh, sorry. Hey, Tanya. Hey, go ahead. No, i um, Not, not to turn this into uh, a thing about dating, but I, I wanna, I wanna ta- or, or, um, you know, um, expecting your mate, or however you wanna phrase it. I wanna touch a little bit on this because you can, you can use this for anything. Um, yeah. So when I, Dion and I have had many conversations about, you know, dating and what's out there and this, that, and the other. And, you know, I, I, I am, I am crazy enough to believe God's word. Um, but my concerns for, for not just for Dion, but for other women that I've had conversations with, um, and, and I, and I felt like, well, maybe I should just be quiet because I was married for so long, you know, um, that, it, I was saying, well, maybe I'm out of touch. And I was like, but I know I'm not. I know what your word says, even about even about being married, the desire, if we have it to be married not and, and not to just settle to be somebody's concubine or not to just settle to be somebody's sex partner and justify it because the men that are out here, you know, we just got to take with it. I don't believe that's true for the kingdom of God. I don't believe that's true for kingdom minded people. No different than I believe that, I'm just using the dating and what Dion said
8: because it's, it's relevant right now based upon what she said. But if we look at anything, if we look at, we are looking, um, uh, God has, listen, he's already
9: predestined our lives. You need uh-huh. to understand that. Um, and it's not a matter of God is trying to find a husband for us. If If you desire to be married, if you desire to be married, whether you're a man or a woman, God has already predestined a spouse for you. I believe that wholeheartedly because I lived it for 31 years until my husband passed.
8: That's how I got my
9: husband. Was he perfect? No, but he was perfect for me, for for what I needed. And I was perfect for him for what he needed. But God arranged that. It was an arranged marriage. It had nothing to do with me. And he was sitting right in our church, and I never even knew it. But, but my point is, is that just like God has a spouse for you, if that's what you desire and you've been, you know, it's, it's on your heart, it's a desire that God has given you, um, it's no different from the job that you seek. You know, we can settle for so many
8: things in our life. We settle on where we work. We settle on what, where we live. We settle on what we eat, the food that we eat. We settle. I'm, the message here is
9: we don't have to settle. As, and I believe that God is setting us up right
8: now. We settle for He. all oh, what the doctor said that I got X, Y, or Z. So that's how that's the, my lot in life. Word. Um, what when when the word says different?
9: Right. But it's a matter of our mindset. It is a matter of making a decision to trust God and His Word, no matter whether it is seeking a spouse, a house, employment, a business, our health, um, uh, our children. Or what have you and their behaviors we can make a decision
8: oh they going to jail they just gonna be a criminal for the rest of their life nope
9: nope 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 not having it my son is a man of god i don't care what it looked like right now my daughter is a my and these are my confessions my daughter is a true worshiper
8: and she excellent she operates in the excellence of administration i, I thank you god that my son is a watchman
9: you've given him the gift of watching over your people And being a seer, I'm confessing those things, even though when I look at
8: them right now, that's not who I see. I've made a choice that I'm not going to base my decisions about their life on what I see, but I'm going to declare it in the word of God, through the word of God. I hope this helps
9: somebody. I declare it every single day that my YAPP, Y-A-P-P, the Yap app that I told you guys about, I put those things in that, and every
8: time they pop up randomly, I say them out loud. Wow. Listen, so I, I want I us to be encouraged to because, heard you heard you heard because God heard heard. is setting us up through understanding how the court,
9: the courts of heaven work to then be able to, once we rid ourselves, we lay aside every weight, once we cast our cares on him, once we get ourselves together and lined up with the word of God to allow those things that we
8: have been that we we desire to allow those things to come into fruition. It's gonna to begin to happen here because the word says these signs shall
9: follow them that believe. Do we have any believers on the call? Absolutely, I know we do.
0: Yes, it's time
9: for the signs to begin to follow and show up in our lives. So people can go what, it's not just for the people, but it is for the people. It's also for us, too. We get the fringe benefits of God blessing us, but it's also that, so that the body of Christ can wake up and see that this thing that we have, this relationship that we have with God is true. He's not asleep. He hasn't stopped working miracles. It's just that we have gotten out of alignment with the word of God. But what he's doing is lining us up
8: now, saints. He's lining us up now so that we can be his examples, his living yeah. epistles that the power of God is still relevant in 2019. We about to be in 2020. Is your vision gonna be clear? Are you gonna have
9: 2020 vision? Are you still gonna need you still gonna need cataract surgery and some eye go- some bi- trifocals? What you gonna do? Yeah, it's left it's left up to you. That ain't a fuss. It's a question. What you gonna do? What you going to do with all this power that is at your expo is at your disposal. What you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Okay, mute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, it it's it's all good
9: cuz Cause, cause at the end of the day, um all, everything that has been said needed to be said, and, and it's, it's just going to get gooder and gooder as time goes by because now we're getting empowered uh, to stand flat-footed and tell the devil to go straight to hell. You a lie. Ain't nothing you say in the truth, and if I can't verify it or validate it in the word, it does not exist. And so the church and the culture of the church is being made out to be a farce. And foolishness, but I believe that this is a restorative measure that God has put in place so that we who still believe the unadulterated Word of God for our lives in such a way that we can live it, impart it, um, and stand on it unapologetically are starting to come to the surface. I believe it's a season where no names are going to become the new names. We've listened to tradition, we've listened to um, the prosperity message, and I don't don't ever want this to become a prosperity message or to be about to come up. But I absolutely do believe, uh, number two, and I agree, that we ought to be um, living examples like what Tanya just said of the fact that we do not have to live defeated lives and the reality is the word says that money solveth all things and, and if that were not true um oh god I'm sorry y'all soda soda busted in my car so I had to catch it excuse me um if that were not true he would not have said it right then that would mean, it it would mean if if we keep living in poverty, it means that God is a liar, right? If we keep living and not experiencing any victories, it would mean that God is a liar. What do you believe? Right? He said, trust him and never doubt. Not doubt some of the times like, well, maybe kind of, sort of, you know, maybe that's true or maybe it's not. But we got to get to a place where we got, we got an attitude when when we are not experiencing his power, where we get annoyed when we are not walking in victory, where we stop accepting mediocre living and subpar and substandard uh expectations because we didn't see our mother get a victory, we didn't see our grandmother get a victory it's a decision, so that's it i just i want to see us walk in victory in such a way that somebody say. What did you do? Honey, I stopped pretending like I didn't have no dirt. I stopped uh, just moving forward when I know I've committed sins against my sister or my brother. I stopped not repenting when I know I did something that was out of pocket and I should have apologized, but I just pushed it under the rug and started living on top of it. Not not in this season. You will not live on top of your foolishness. We're going to learn how to repent
12: unapologetically.
9: Lord, excuse me, I am raggedy
12: and wretched. Pardon. Hey, sis, how about when before we even embark upon doing that crap, that when That's we hard. become so sensitive that we don't do it? Yep. Where it, it, that mm. self-check thing, it's got to be, we have to be so sensitive that even when we want to crack a joke, yeah, we mindful that we that we mindful because we don't know sometimes, um some people may laugh with us about stuff that you know what really they're really sensitive to and we don't know it. Yeah. We don't know it and, and that is how um I really ask God to help me to navigate that way, to be even sensitive to sarcasm. You know, yeah. be careful. Because that may be a, a real um, issue with someone, and I might know, not know it. God, help me to be sensitive even when I want to. The Bible talks about gesturing, too. Be careful That's when it. we do things jokingly, you know. Mm-hmm. And we and, and we can do it when we know one another, when we really, really know one another. Right. It's different. But when I'm amongst people and I don't know them well. and When? And yeah, they don't know your heart. They don't know right.
9: And what about laughing when we, if we're not the ones doing it, we get caught up in laughing and partaking in that deed. There's So much that we need to be mindful of. Yeah. thank
2: you, Lord. This
1: was good today. This was
8: good. Praise God. And and Deion, it's not you all, It's not to overwhelm you to make. Don't allow the enemy to make you think. Well, man, I can't do nothing. I gotta. That that's. It's not even about that. That don't don't allow. Don't get suckered into thinking that. Um. um uh, this is just about being aware and being sensitive, mm-hmm. being open to the Holy Spirit when He whispers mm-hmm. things in our, which He's been doing all along, and like it's not like He yeah. hasn't been doing it. We just haven't been paying attention, oh, right? Okay. Because Amen. because our carnal minds have been more uh, in tune than our spiritual minds have. That's all that means. So don't 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 mm-hmm. freak out and think that I gotta walk a perfect line. You
9: can't, cause you're not you're not you're not perfect like that. Well, we never make a mistake. But there's one other thing, Dion, that I wanted to um 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 speak on as you were talking. is that sure. the scriptures. I believe it's Ecclesiastes ten nineteen that says money mm-hmm. answers all things. But and for mm-hmm. some of us, though, money is not an issue. For some of us, it's right. a lack of self control. For yes. for some of us is is making our character. Mm-hmm. Um, for some, for money is not an issue. That's the least of your worries. But our character is is a little bit it, or whatever. So whatever the thing is, what, whatever it is, um, we just want to make sure that we are walking in order. We're doing things decently and in order and that we're walking according to the um, calling that God has put on our lives.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. Good stuff. Hey, can I just say this real quick? It's about, sure. you know, I, thanks, Tan. Um, it, it, the pressure can be taken off when we learn how to, and I'm learning this too, how to be led by the spirit. Come on. I mean, that sounds so, you know, great and grand and out there and far, but he told us to.
9: And so we as believers have that responsibility to learn what that means because he leads and guides us into all truth. He shows us the way to take. He'll take the guesswork and the struggle and the stress out of it if we learn how to do that. And those
1: that are led by the spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. And that's who we are. That's who we are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Can I can I can I ask this is pretty can I ask everyone a question? Has everyone on this line received the baptismal of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues?
9: The majority of us have. Them? And it, it is it is there are people that have not been introduced, but but there have been feelings over the last couple of weeks, um kind of consistently. But the majority of the people that you hear talking um oh, consistently, yes. yes. We yeah, we we too. got Holy we Holy got evidence and everything. <laughs> yeah, it, baby.
3: And, um, yes, yeah. sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and we
2: and we got some good old balance too.
1: Some
9: good old balance. All good right. old
1: balance. Good yeah, question move. though. Good thank
9: question. You. Hallelujah. We thank God for you asking it out loud. So everybody says you knew. Look, since you knew her so everybody
1: don't
9: think we crazy. <laughs> it's all of us no. that
1: want it, honey. No, my Doesn't reason happen. for asking that is because um yes, when you're a believer, you you know, you you receive the Holy Spirit, the word tells us that. Mm-hmm. But there's a second empowerment, um, from what I read, that's very clear. And for myself, Yes. Okay. The church and and God bless. This is God bless the church that we all want the best You don't, for you don't all. have
9: to. You don't have to walk like Miss Priscilla.
1: You can go on and stomp it out. Say it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Yes, ma'am. Um, you can, you, you know, it, it, it's Pentecost Sunday, or whatever the time is. Um, and the pastor, you know, God wants to fill some of you all with the Holy Spirit. Those who want to be filled, come down and then there's then then there's the um those uh, deacons that work the altar that you trust uh and believe that they know, but then there's this uh flinch that steps in and forces something that ain't that's not there mm-hmm. and um for myself, that's been my experience, mm-hmm. and I have in my own time said Lord. It's not true. I know what happened. I'm going to confess something. I know um, early in my walk, I was sitting here listening to Marilyn and Sarah on TV, and she mentioned the Holy Spirit. That's the first time I ever heard it. Mm-hmm. And she and then she said that uh, God would not deny any of his children any good gift,
10: mm-hmm.
1: and all you have to do is ask. I went Uh to my secret spot in my bedroom, nailed on my knees, and I asked. Now, the difference, I didn't know what I was asking for. Not really. Uh But I just felt in my spirit, this is what I'm supposed to do. But I really didn't know. So when I got to church, and this seriously, this is what happened. When I got to church that Sunday, my bishop stood up and said, one of you guys don't have the Holy Spirit. Somebody here don't have the Holy Spirit. It shocked me. That was probably my first supernatural experience. Mm -hmm. But I was petrified. And all of a sudden, shame and guilt and Mm -hmm. everything over me, and the enemy held me back from coming down. Hmm. And since then, he has told me I have missed my opportunity. Mm, Okay. Good stuff. So I have ever since then refused to believe him. It's been a process. We're talking well over ten years ago. Uh huh. And I refuse to give up. And I just, you know, I press on. I never have told too many people that story, but I'm at the point now. I hunger and thirst after righteousness. Amen. You did right. You you
9: did right. You did right. So, in other words, what you're saying is you don't have the gift of speaking in tongues and evidence.
1: Well, let me just say this. Okay. I don't have that experience. Let me. Okay. I have heard, I don't freely speak in tongues like I hear a lot of my brothers and sisters freely go into it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. There is like a worshiping time for me or a time that I, and I feel it overwhelming in my belly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my tongue does come out. Mm-hmm. I've heard my tongue. Uh mm-hmm. huh. But I'm not one that I don't understand. A lot of mysteries and, and, and things I don't understand yet. Um, okay. So, yes and no. I actually, I, was, I went to an all-night prayer at my church. I had been praying that we would have an all-night prayer. We hadn't had one in a while. And we had mm-hmm. it. And I thank God for it. And so... I know I'm hearing from the Spirit, because before the intercessory uh, leader said it, the Lord had already been talking to the Lord about it. Mm-hmm. And so um, that night, I was I felt empowered to speak in tongues. Okay. And um, there was a sister that said to me, Priscilla, I don't hear your tongue that much, but I heard it tonight, and can I just tell you how beautiful it Uh Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it doesn't sound like anybody else's. Well, it I doesn't have to. Any, that's it doesn't have to. to let let Did me help you, you.
9: Let me let me help you real quick. Um, it, that's what you're saying is not unfamiliar. You have the gift and the evidence, um, but unfortunately, this conversation doesn't happen frequently in church, right? This is not. Um, something probably because of the negative connotation that we or the stigma that we have attached to speaking in tongues as being spooky spiritual because it's not. Not only is it not, but it's necessary to live. And to be very honest, for many years I felt a way about the whole gift in and of itself because of how um, growing up in Baptist church, where that just was not what we did, right? I've had the gift of speaking in tongues since I was a teenager, um, but I was afraid to use it because of the negative connotation. Now, it wasn't I until I became an adult, yeah, the lack of teaching. Lack of teaching. When I, became, when an I adult,
12: became an adult,
9: somebody mute your phone for me. You got us on speaker. Got just hit mute on your end. Thank you. It's still not muted. Okay, there we go. Um, and I began to study myself, which is exactly why the word of God says, Study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, and, which is also why John 16, uh, 14, 26 says, and the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. So until I learned how to um, practice my tongue, as odd as that sounds, or to use it more frequently, I didn't know how. Right? And, it, and I felt like it was supposed to be done with an unction, like something had to hit me supernaturally. That's not real. Just like you learn how to speak English, you learn how to use your language. Just like you learn how to ride a bike, you don't need a supernatural touch to get on the bike and turn the pedals and have somebody hold your seat. we just here to hold your seat, right? So what we do is encourage people, the people that have gotten filled on the line, they may just speak in tongues and it might just be two syllables, right? So as those two syllables start to mature, it's like when a baby first starts to speak, they just say, ma, 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 da, 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 dad, dad, And then as time goes on, they say, mommy, daddy, right? And then they learn how to say no and type it, quit, right? And they say it, it may sound funny, may sound peculiar, but the more they talk, the clearer their speech becomes. The clearer their speech becomes, the more they begin to phonetically put together sound and syllable. And what you'll experience as time goes on and you start to employ your gift, if you stop thinking and you just open your mouth and allow the words to come out, even if it sounds peculiar to you, right, that'll have nothing to do with you because if you said A B C D E F G. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P, the Holy Spirit is our intercessor. It's our advocate, right? He is the one that takes what we say and translates it to the words of the heart of God. So don't overthink it. Every time you get ready to pray, open your mouth, and even if you just say one syllable, say it over and over and over again. And every single time you begin to pray, you have the gift of speaking in tongues. Believe that. He doesn't. He doesn't halfway give you a gift. He doesn't give it to you temporarily. It is not an exchange for monetary anything. What it is is an exchange of intellect for his truth. Don't try to understand it. It's nothing to understand. Just practice it as odd as that sounds. And me and Tanya, listen. The first time I heard it, we started looking at each other sideways. Do what now? Practice. Speak it in tongues. We got. Don't we have to feel something? No, no, no. Do you have to feel something to say good morning? Have a great day. It's not bound or tied to an emotion. It is a practice. Remember laws, principles, precepts, protocols, right? Pretense. The pretense is that we use this language because otherwise we pray from our emotions. Does that make sense? Did that help?
1: Absolutely. Yes, Amen. it does. Oh. So
8: Dion, Amen. two things. One is oh, that okay, it's ma'am. also not bound to a geographical location. We don't right. just have to be at church at the altar. That's another thing. Um also, um, so we have um, people on this call that are not just Pentecostal. They're, you know, different, different faiths. Um, and so um you just happen to catch us at a time
9: where God has shifted like we've we've been in a shift for a minute. But to hear, this is about now now about you, Priscilla. I want to, I want to, um, with the, whoever is still on the call, I want you to, I want you to understand that, um, the Holy Spirit resides in you. And I want to ask you, are you in a place where you can, I mean, are you in a, are you at work or anything?
1: No, I work for myself. So I'm at home. Okay,
9: good. good. Okay. So here, here's what I want to ask you to do. I want to ask you, we're going to pray real quick specifically for you. And then what you hear, I want you to open your mouth and speak it, okay?
1: You want me to open my mouth and speak it? Mhm. But we're
9: going to pray first. And then what you hear, the sound that you hear, I just want you to open your mouth and, and, and allow the words to come out. Okay?
1: Okay. All right.
9: So, Father, we thank you for your daughter, Priscilla, who has exemplified a true hunger and
8: thirst. But, Father, we thank you for giving her certainty that she has been filled with the ho- with your Holy Spirit. No matter how unique the sound is,
9: God, we thank you that she trusts you, that this is a safe place. God, we honor
8: you. We honor your presence this morning. And we thank you for um, giving her the assurance that she needs, that she does have the power that you've given her. So Priscilla,
9: I want you to open your mouth and speak Open your mouth and speak what you hear.
1: Oramanda itu. Ia tak surut tak masihkan, tak surut tak sih. Ia tak sarat tak suka, mama bosik kata sa. Ia tak sa. Ia tak surut tak masak tak
2: mama sih kata syarat sa. Ia tak surut tak mama sih kata syarat tak mama bosik zaman sa tak sih. Ia mama sa tak sa. Ia tak mama bosik kata sa. Ia to <tose> surut to suka tak sarat mama. Tak tak surut tak mandi. sa. You my a Yeah, he does love you. hmm
3: Mhm. He does. God
8: loves you so much, Priscilla. God loves you so much. Um, you don't have one or two syllables. You have many. You have an entire language. It almost beyond, sounds like Ethiopian, an Ethiopian dialect to me. Mhm. Um, it
2: definitely
9: yeah. sounds like African descent. But girl, you good. All you gotta do is yeah, it. you. Can. Just keep mm-hmm. doing it. You're tripping. Mm-hmm. You tripping? Mhm. You you? See, let me let me tell you something about guilt and shame. Guilt and shame will have you thinking something that totally opposes the truth. And so now, because of the level of hunger that you are at, it is your responsibility now to start to prepare your case so that whatever you're struggling with in an effort to get to the next place, the things that you need to get over, you just need to discover those things. Because the more he lifts guilt and shame, right, the more you start to receive the pardon that he already has in place based on your heart of repentance, the freer you become. The freer you become, the more openly you can assertively pursue his truth, right? Because you've got to remember, the enemy sits on the seat um, of your words waiting for you to blow it with your mouth. Right. Every time you oppose the truth of God's word for your life, that's where you exchange your power. That's where you leave yourself open to the attack of the enemy. Right. When in in fact, all you have to do is receive the truth of God's word, then the attack of the enemy becomes null and void because he cannot he can't pursue you about something you've already been exonerated from. So there are things that we have not yet um, had fulfilled, or had the opportunity for, to fulfill, because we ain't dealt with it. So now you need to say, Holy Spirit, show me where I have not released myself. Show me where my will is still impeding upon the truth of God's word for my life. And I, listen, just like we talking, can't tell you. Mm-hmm. When I started to deal with the reality of of my son and his conception, even though I did not, in that instance, you hear me, on, on that occasion, I did not willingly participate in adultery, I was an adulterer, right? Mm. And until I apologized or repented and confessed that as sin, right, and asked, that the blood of Jesus covered the sin and the consequence all the way back to Adam and Eve as it relates to the iniquity associated with it. I couldn't get free because the enemy still, could. look, so so God said, Satan, where have you been? I've been traveling to and fro seeking whom I may devour. So he is sitting idly by, waiting for us to be in a vulnerable position to have the nerve to ask for a promotion that we aren't physically prepared for. See, some promotions require repentance. Some promotions are not sustainable if we've not done the work to absolve ourselves of the responsibility of the guilt of the sin associated with it. Right? So so now we get to ask God to see into the book of heaven, right into the books that are written of us, and ask him where we've fallen short, where we've not um, repented, where we've not taken care of old, um, habitual, uh, could be bloodline stuff, whatever it is, until we begin to honestly ask, what's what? Honey, you can look, look to feel shame. That's coming. But that's why we're doing this work right here. That's why we on this mm-hmm. page right here, so we can go ahead and get free and and move on, and our kids and our grandkids and all the rest of the stuff. Child, ain't nobody got time for that. Freedom, I Dion- need that. Yeah. Dion- ahead,
2: I freedom.
9: thought I
8: heard somebody else. Um, while Priscilla was speaking, I thought I heard okay. someone else. Did I?
3: Anybody else? I have know anything? I did. Uh,
0: th- hey, this is Nikisha. I. Um, <laughs> great decoration. Um, I wanted to piggyback on what you said earlier, um, Tanya, about the
10: 2020.
0: Um, God had gave me something to say to my friend on October second, and this is what I had texted her: 2020 is coming sooner than we think. I'm getting the download from the Holy Spirit. It's more than just a new year. It's about clarity and seeing the vision that God has for our lives.
8: So um, when you were talking
9: about the the cataract surgery in the 2020, I was like, okay, I have to say something because I've been trying to say it for like a couple of days, but then the conversation has shifted.
8: But I just felt, once you said, is there anybody else that I had to say something? Because I wasn't going to. But um, this has been a very rich conversation and now I'm starting to understand a lot of things about why I'm going through certain things and then why I'm in Las Vegas at this moment in my life. Um, yesterday
0: Bubbly had attended my church and she joined
8: and I
0: didn't, I didn't understand the significance of it until I saw um Mm -hmm. Dion said this made her whole day And when she told me When she walked in She just felt so at home And I, like I said I didn't understand the significance of it But um, I'm learning how to Complain less And to also do the work That I need to do To prepare my case Because there are Mm -hmm. some bloodline things Going on And some Of my own mess going on that I need to repent for and dig up my dirt and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And hey, this is so dope
9: that God would love us enough for both of y'all who just in the last two years moved from the Bay Area to Las Vegas only to reconnect um, and have straight-up family. Like in real life, like not halfway, not kind of, sort of, not a little bit, but to have straight up family, even after God relocated you guys, to the degree of having a different level of accountability right there in your backyard. That's so dope. Only Jesus could do that. Because in a whole nother state. Trying to hide. (laughs) Listen. Come on, Jesus. That's so gangster. I, I love our father. He is beyond absolutely amazing. Yes, dear.
8: This is Nakeisha. Hi, and um, (laughs) (laughs) hey. I just want to. Still sneaking,
9: hiding, ducking. You're always (laughs) in the cut. Get on my nerves. Ooh.
8: I just wanted to say that I thank God for um for the for the prayer call. I I definitely listen in, and I don't say things um too often, but. I thank God for the opportunity to listen in during this part of uh, talking about um, the opening up of the heavens and about the the court. Um, My father preached about it years ago, and um, he had told me that um, access was granted. And I've been running from that statement for a long, long, long time. And I've been looking in the mirror and I'm so frustrated cuz I know he has some things for me, but I've been looking in the mirror and I'm frustrated cuz I know the power that he has within me, but looking in the mirror, I'm I'm so ugly right now. Um I don't I don't see Christ. And so that that it irritates me, but I know that he has um he has something for me to do and I've been running from it for such a long time. And um I just I thank God for the call because it's actually um helping me to flourish in what it is that God has for me. And um I've been at the point where, you know, um if anybody has ever had a rose garden, you know, there's a point in time where the roses and things are, are trimmed or, you know, they're they're cut away because the winter time that comes in, you know, can harm them or whatnot, or people, you know, generally cover their rose bushes and everything. Well, I, I just thank God because I'm at the point where I'm where I'm starting to bud again. And um I just want to say I appreciate everybody that is on the call and um the ladies who I consider to be um a missionary. Um in my life, you know, a lot of times you're told how to you can be told to, to be to be married, but you don't you don't necessarily always hear how to stay married. So mm-hmm. I said that in line of um the relationship with Christ and, and growing as a young person. I appreciate the uh, the missionary calling that are that is on the people's lives that is on the call that is helping me to get to where I need to get to and that are continuing to uh, assist in watering the dirt um that is around me so that I may flourish. That's all I wanted to say.
9: Amen. Amen. That's good stuff, uh, Keys Glad to hear your voice, Um, and you are absolutely beautiful. And, you know, one of the things I love about God is sometimes we don't see in ourselves what he's already said of us, and Mm -hmm. that sometimes even when we don't feel beautiful, the beautiful thing is that he already called us beautiful, and beautifully and wonderfully made we are in spite of what we think we see. And the good news is we don't have to rely on our opinion of ourselves. See, that's the exchange piece that I love about Jesus. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter what I think I see. It doesn't even matter what I say. The reality is he already said of me, hallelujah. I don't have to even depend on my own understanding as it relates to uh, me being raggedy because I know I have raggedy ratchet tendencies, but because what was is All I got to do is confess what he already said. I ain't even got to trip off of the fact that what I think I see does not line up with what he already Mm -hmm. said. You feel me? (laughs) You are beautifully and wonderfully made. You are absolutely unslawed. You are the righteousness of God. You are above only and not beneath. You are the head and not the tail. You are the apple of God's eye. He loves you unapologetically. So I'm just excited that you feel your flowers blooming again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just excited Thank you. that you are walking Hallelujah. into the truth of his word. I bless God because there's still a safe place and space where people don't change their mind about you because we agree with what, what yes. God says about who each and every one of us is. I don't care Thank if you, you stumble Jesus. in today, sis. You are the righteousness of God. I don't care if you falter Hallelujah. him. You are a joint heir with him. I I don't care if you're hurting and frustrated and decide to intentionally not obey God. You are his righteousness. He made a choice of you. You are predestined. Hallelujah. Yeah. You are above, only, and not beneath. You are a lender and not a borrower. And he Thank came love.
2: Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. He cannot lie.
12: Mm-hmm. Yes. Hallelujah. To agreement he cannot, with your
10: cannot lie. Word concerning Hallelujah. We agree with all that you say he about Antioch. He can yeah, be yeah. We agree I'm with the truth of your sure word for her, for her life, God. He he so. Hallelujah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Anything <laughs> that disagrees <laughs> with that, we nullify. Are you out of agreement with every lie of the enemy? Hallelujah. We stand on Promising the the word about word that God.
12: That is one of us. Yeah. God. God. Yeah.
9: and we Thank you,
12: God.
5: Oh, oh, give
9: no no, your and language we for
2: to to God.
9: God. God.
0: And we Thank you, for all you, you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you,
2: Lord. Thank Thank
1: Thank you, Hey, see, oh it's oh no coincidence oh that that yeah. verse about yeah. being fearfully and wonderfully made is just yeah. two verses above what's written in us, of us in the book. It's 139.14. Just
9: two Correct. verses above that. Come on. It's already written and established. And it confirms it. Yeah. It's two verses.
1: Let's go up read, a little bit. Read it. Read it.
9: Read yeah. it, Lisa. Read it. Read Let us get to it. <laughs> yeah. go back
1: to it. Thank all you, right. Jesus. Psalms 139 and 14. I praise <laughs> you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works yeah. are
9: wonderful, and I know that full well. This is a knowing we got to have. We got to know it because he said it. Not because I believe it because of what I see, but because he said it. I know it That's full all. well. That yeah. well. we are fearfully and wonderfully, Nikisha, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. In his oh, own God. God. likeness. God. Come on now. And it's written in the books about you
1: already. Already. That's
9: all right right there. That's pretty dope. I'll take it.
1: Amen. I'll take
2: it.
9: (laughs) And I don't feel like I'm demonstrating it. Hallelujah. All I got to do is check the book. Check the book.
1: Thank you Lord yeah. mm-hmm. Hashtag check the book
9: sugar beautiful. You ain't got we to
1: like
9: me that on. Hashtag check the book The book is already I think written. I've declared. It already been spoken Listen yes. You ain't got to understand But listen what you will do is give reverence To what he said You won't got to believe me yes. But you might yes. You might want to check the book about your girl Check the book Yeah <laughs> Yes, God. Come on, Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Y'all know I'm I'm ghetto enough to to uh, walk heavy and hard and talk crazy about. It. You better check the book,
2: Claire. Check the book. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I
7: I just want to say I have been so encouraged. My name is Trish, and I I want to say maybe this is my fourth day. And, um, you ladies have just been like Elizabeth's and Mary's, just encouraging one another. The babies have been leaping, and it's just been so such a blessing because you know so many of us we we beat each other up, we tear each other down, we attack one another, but to be able to I don't even know not not any of you guys, but to call in to have you ladies encourage each other as well as encourage me, pray for me. It's been a blessing, and I'm so grateful to God for this, you know, and I just want to say thank you. The way you guys just spoke into, I think her name was Nikita's life, just the encouragement, the sisterhood. This is God, and I'm so thankful. It is. Like, it's healing. It's healing to my soul, you know, and I just want you to know, each and every one you guys, thank you. I appreciate you, and I thank God for what you're doing, and not just in my life, but just the work that you're doing as a whole. Keep it up.
5: Oh, amen. 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 I, want to say,
1: I want to get on that, this is Priscilla, that she just amen. spoke my heart. Um, the the way we tear each other down, you know, predominantly the churches are all females, and it's unfortunate that we bring what's in the world into the church. I mean, on many levels, men do too, but to experience where you're lifting people up and, and yeah. women up and, and supporting one another and speaking the word of God. Healing, it is, it is so healing. It's a healing balm that's being put on my soul. Um, especially oh my when considering how I came in here. I came in here um, from a man who, he, you know, one, one available man comes in here and everyone wants him, right? And it's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that's okay. <laughs> it's unfortunate it's like that, but he was, he's a brother. And, um, I appreciate that brother giving me this, uh, declare victory number. And, um, Nick's words were—were to me was for two years, Priscilla, when I was down, which I had no idea he was down and out. I didn't know, but he just said for two years I was down and out and I hit rock bottom. Those were his words. He said, I did this. I was on this call. Um, all I had said to him was that my heart was hurting. That was it, and that I was in pain. And he gave me this number. But I'm very appreciative, to and just just thankful. This is such a safe, and I needed a safe place um, for so many reasons. But it's just it's wonderful. What you ladies, and I'm sure you're taking it way past this phone call. It, it just seems to be this is your nature, this is who you are, this is what you do. You've settled. This is my life. This is this is, God is my life. This is who I am, and I just I'm appreciative of it. <laughs> I really am. Amen. Thank you, ladies. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Miss Priscilla. Thank you. Thank you. Morning, I heard everyone. somebody else
9: just trying
1: to say, jump say, in. I Oops, just want to say up. thank y'all so much. Can y'all hear me?
2: Uh huh. Go ahead.
1: Okay, awesome. This is Cynthia, and this is my first time on the line, and I just thank God that I am off of work because I have been on from the beginning, and I look like I'm going to be on it to the end. I am so (laughs) excited to see a new dimension in God as far as prayer and getting to the courts of heaven. I just wanted to share something with you guys. I've been um, laying before the Lord, and I kept hearing pray the right thing Mm
10: -hmm.
1: and I couldn't really understand what that meant, but I kept digging and I kept seeking and I kept searching and the Lord had Dion to reach out to me and we had a brief conversation and she told me about the courts of heaven and reminded me about a teaching that we both were in and the enemy just it blotted it out of my mind I heard it but I didn't hear it and she sent me some links and I was able to hear some teachings on the courts of heaven and uh, Dion I gotta tell you I, I was up to 1-2 o'clock in the morning listening mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gleaning and receiving the, the revelatory knowledge that was coming through that man of God and mm-hmm. I am super-duper excited. I haven't made my appointment yet to take my bath in my cry, but I'm getting there. <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am
1: getting there, and I'm excited about what God is doing. You ladies are a really, really, really blessed group of women. I am so glad that I connected. I know I probably won't be able to stay as long every time, but I'm getting on as much as I can. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, we're glad mm-hmm. to have you, Cynthia. Absolutely
9: glad to have you. No doubt. Amen. Amen. Um, Anybody else?
3: Yes.
5: Yeah. Yes, I have something to say. This is Jacqueline. Um, I want to say thank you for the declaration, and I want to thank you for each and every dec. I just want to thank you for the line. Um, in total, and everything that's being said, I thank God for. Oh God, um, God is is strategic, and He's intentional. Um because when the year um, started um I had just moved back from london and 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 there was so many things going on in my life and 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 I'm trying to get things together and I heard the word i had um god said um it's time for a crossover and this happened uh two thousand and nineteen like the, the first uh, new year two thousand and nineteen, and said it's time for a crossover not knowing that God was going to take me through a journey or God is taking me through a journey. And this is where the journey, um, get me getting in on the prayer line, because being on the on this line right here, um, you, um, just your teaching alone, you have debunked a whole lot of stuff that the enemy, the lies that the enemy tried to put on us or put on me. And then secondly, the, the, what are the words that you said today, the phrase that stuck with me today where you have to unlearn a lot of things and we learn some stuff because a lot of times we we have learned and pick up some stuff. A lot of times we pick up things that parents say that we don't know why they say it and uh, we don't understand it, but we pick it up and we, we going with it. But then when you have that time with the Lord and the Lord begin to uh, reveal certain things to you, you begin to learn of the Lord and you begin to walk right with the Lord in front of the Lord, you know, it's just amazing. And I just thank God for um, the declaration and, each one of them, because you're allowing me to be aligned with what God is saying for my life. You're allowing me um, to just spend time in prayer and just seeking God for some things that needed to be dealt with in my life and in the life of my children. Amen. So I just want to thank God Amen. for um, 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 the declaration. And one thing that um, the Holy Spirit just um, um uh, touched me and, and, and say was the fact that the crossover, this is the crossover because not only am I crossing over the entire year, has been a journey a journey of repentance, a journey of deliverance, a journey of spiritual surgery, a journey of going into the courts, the journey of laying aside every weight, the journey of debunking the, the lies from the enemy, the journey of getting alignment, the journey of just um, giving God clearer, you know, and the journey of just a learning and learning things so that I'm crossing. Over into 2020 with a new vision and a new assignment, what God has in store for me. (laughs) So, this was that crossover was an entire (laughs) year, an entire year um, preparation of what God is doing in my life and what He's taking me to and through. So, it's not just when God gives you a word, He's given that word the first year of this year. But look at what He's Mm -hmm. done, look at how He brought me here. It was just, we're talking about the courts. And um Gloria, uh, Ms. Miss Gloria, uh, Minister Hicks, um, said, um, I need you to call in this number and, and listen to this and that's how I got here. And, and and every single day since I've been calling in and I've been learning and, and you talk about generational curses and, and just things I had to go back through my family and just say, Wow, this is where this is coming from and make that repentance go before the court. The one question I have for you is um where one,' we're two, one, may I please have your number? Two, um, how do we go into the courts? Because as much as I'm trying to collect everything, I plan on going on a on a 40 day fast, and that fasting is not only just to take everything before God in prayer, we're also preparing to go before the courts so that by the time um, 2020 roll over, I have that clear vision to enter into 2020. So yes. if if I may have your number and also just let me know ways of, you know, preparing. I know that's coming up on Wednesday, but then how do we go into the court room? Okay. Thank you.
9: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we will absolutely do that. I'm going to put a pin in that. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a note that I made that has mm-hmm. multiple different teachings and trainings that I want you to don't look. Although we're going through the instructional part, this something you need to study yourself this time you need to yeah. know know that I'm not just making up stuff right I'm this ain't just me and and coming up with stuff this is this is in the word of God right and so now we have to debunk that which was not in the word of God that we've been living out we've been living out our forefathers' uh, sins, and and if you you take the time to read Leviticus, it'll talk about, and this one obeyed the voice of the Lord, and this one followed after his forefathers, and this one obeyed the voice of the Lord, and this one did not do, as a wise king, he followed after his forefathers, right? So we are the ones that are going to break the generational curses in our family, and we're going to teach our children how to stay free from those things by talking to them about the truth of what the Word of God says about our family. There were two more people that were trying to speak, and, and it's a a million o'clock, and I'm okay with it because this takes precedence over anything I got going on. This is my lifestyle. This is how I live. So, if somebody else had something to say? Go ahead. Hey, Dion, this is Gloria. So, okay, so, thank you for the declaration. Hey, hey. All right. So, the way things, I, I love how God just shows, He, he shows the consist, consistency of who He is across the board. Now, I'm in Virginia. You guys are in California and wherever else everybody is, but the message that uh, uh, exchanging the faults for what god what really is was preached on yesterday in church here
1: Listen, it's, it's, the prayer this it's
9: morning that Bishop prayed yes. before I got on the prayer line was a, was for our minds that our minds that we would take on the very mind of Christ, and that everything God is
1: Uh-oh, we lost you, Gloria. Uh-oh, did I lose y'all? No, no we you hear that.
2: Okay. A good point. Oh, God. we can, I hear, can you. hear you.
10: <laughs>
3: no, but this, this is, Nikisha, real quick. At church yesterday, they were talking
9: about the, the posture that uh, Lady Du had spoke on, um,
0: the 100 Day of Talent. Go
1: back over it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh oh, did we just lose you? No, I I
0: I got to
3: get ready for work. I
12: messed
1: around and got comfortable, and <laughs> I had to be to work. So, uh, yeah. How <laughs> bad? Well, it is nine o'clock, y'all. It is nine it o'clock. Is. We are a little
9: special. Little special.
1: That's it show sure is. I didn't even realize it was that late, guys. Wow.
3: I got you back. The phone know. cut
1: me off.
2: Okay, come on, go
9: finish. Okay, so so I'm, I'm I am excited about how God is doing this. When I first got on the call, I felt I was excited about being on the call, but it was like, oh well, I don't know anybody else this way that 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 is teaching like this or 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 God is, is, is that I, I wasn't aware of, in tune to, because my mind had been blocked. But I thank God because I can I know that God is universal in what he does. And the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, he's not a respect of persons and the same thing he he's doing it in California, he's doing here. And I believe that he has pockets of us. He's he's light. He has lit this fire for holiness yep. and this fire for all of the that he has in all of us so that we can continue to be the the spreaders of the fire. If that yeah. That term ain't necessarily the way it is in the word, but so that we we are we shed what God has given to us, we share it with others, and so that that the the, the nations of the the, the kingdoms of this world come the kingdom of our Lord and our Christ. So I'm excited. I'm so excited about what God is doing and straight my little raggedy lighthouse and get my mind correct. So it's like, oh, go ahead, God, have your way. So thank you. Right. I love y'all. And I'm <laughs> We love we you love back. You <laughs> Amen. So I, I did post uh, the information. I, I posted a very transparent um, with one of my teachers, one of my mentors, um, Regine Baptiste, who is uh, a pastor at at Pastor uh, Apostle John Eckhart's church. Um, so you know, I need you guys to know that I'm I'm not just over here, you know, just on by myself. You know what I mean? I got sense enough to know. That there are other people that God has given wisdom about um, these things and learning how to do it in such a way that not only is he glorified, but that we're making sure that there is balance. So I'm not, you know, just doing this stuff alone. Um, I do have people around me that, that help to um, institute the teaching, and I just regurgitated And at first, I'm going to tell you all the truth. I was scared to teach it because I didn't want to mess it up. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want nobody to be stumbling and bumbling over what to do. So I'm excited um, about the liberty that's coming. That's all. I'm, just, I'm juiced. <laughs> um, I can't wait for God to begin to allow us to walk into the victories that the enemy was attempting to keep away from us based on our ignorance. We we, we will not use the excuse of not knowing. That's over. I, I want to know everything he wants me to know. So I can live how he wants me to live. Amen.
1: Amen. Okay, y'all. We We got to hang up. (laughs) Where did you put it? We got to hang
9: up. It's in the victory room. It's in the victory room. It's there. It's there. Um, Man, go eat. Eat good. Um, and, And if you know, like I know, all kidding to the left, take some time and fast. Right, do some intermittent fasting so that you can clear yourself up. Because let me tell you what'll end up happening: you'll start arguing with yourself, honey. This is crazy. It's all get up. I like to cuss right there, y'all. I like to cuss right there, but I've been repenting about this cussing that I be doing because I it. So I'm just hundreds, with y'all, I have to. Hey, 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 come on. And so I'm, I'm I'm working on it. And I love Jesus down, honey. But it's just you know, it's that, it's that bloodline stuff that goes. That's what God
1: loves the truth.
9: Listen, I'm a, listen. If you don't know nothing else, honey, they can call me a lot of stuff, but they can't call me no liar. <laughs> I I might have been a whole bunch of stuff, but I she didn't she didn't lie in the world, so certainly I'm not going to come on this side and get to blowing smoke. I'm just going to tell the truth because it is what it is, right? And so I I'm just grateful. Um I'm excited. I can't wait for us to walk into things of the knowledge of Christ in such a way that we start busting doors down when we show up at places. Amen. And just a quick reminder for those that um, I, there are several people that are coming to the 100 Men Can Cook. We still, I think, have two more tickets, say just $20. This is to go toward Josiah's um, his college tour. Now,
3: again, if you want to come, if you're in,
7: if you're in the Bay Area... Huh? Give I may not be able to come but give me a ticket. I'm you to come. I'm, though.
9: I'm coming. Get a I'm gonna come. <laughs> okay, I'm, oh, look, yeah. we, we want to turn that I joint forgot. out. I am ready I to said. turn up <laughs> in Jesus name.
3: I'm look, DB style.
9: You feel me? All you listening, to I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I'm coming. Wait in it. Y'all.
9: Come on, come on. It's on I think it's on the 3rd. I I'll
12: text you for <laughs> sure. <Charlie. laughs>
9: And
2: it's
12: a hundred
9: men. And it's a hundred men. Honey, listen, it be so many so... men there, and they be having shifts. But I just want to come and turn up and have us some fun in Jesus' yeah. name, and get to know some folks that maybe you've not met before. Um, hug mm-hmm. on somebody, love on somebody, and eat some good food, and crack some jokes, and talk real crazy, and have some balance in Jesus' name, because it's
2: necessary, Amen.
9: right? And so be be looking for a fellowship announcement um we're going to do a couple of things before this year ends one of them is going to be a massive feeding um Tanya and I are working on that as we speak but we're we're also going to look for some place for people who have not received the baptism of the holy spirit to come and get filled and and leave with a different perspective and and some new reach you know what i'm saying as as we go into um this different dispensation this different place in kingdom living and kingdom believing, kingdom thinking, and I love y'all. I'm so grateful for my cloud of witnesses, for the team that God has given, and um, I'm excited about us operating and walking into some victory, y'all. It's it's about to go dead. 2020 is about to be gangster. You hear me? I'm ready for it. I'm here for all of it. You heard me?
1: <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, guys,
9: me. I love you. I got to get ready to go to this. Look, job J-O-B, I'm going to go ahead and do it. All right. I'm
8: going to go ahead have and a do good. it. Until I get Love, my, you, money. Okay. Day, Love you too. Have a wonderful day, guys. Have
9: a wonderful day.
2: Love,
7: Love you, all. guys. i <laughs> Love all you guys. <laughs> bye,
2: guys. Love, Love
7: you too. Bye, y'all. Bye, you
2: Bye.
3: Bye-bye.
11: true, praying for our youth, having been supporting one another, a living faith is what this life